0: You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network, located at anchor.fm slash WCMJ. This is a sports podcast based that talks about NBA, football, and anything else that can come to the sports fan mind. We stick to the educated and the die-hard fans, as well as the casual listener as well. Our show is brought to you by New Taylor & Associates, located at newlawoffice.com. You can also check out our wonderful sponsors, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at Facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Strip Cam Fun also helps bring you this podcast, as well as our sponsors at Stay Classy Meats, where you can use promo code Wide Men to save 10% on your order of the freshest meat available in the United States. Now, let's take it over to our host. Here's Nate and Tim bringing you this week's edition of Wide Men Can't Jump. It's time to pick some football players. Just like at uh Dodgeball and Gym, we're gonna stand them in a row. And then we're just gonna point and say you're on my team. That's not really what we're gonna do. But we're gonna talk NFL draft tonight. It's wide men can't jump. We're back uh for an episode number that I don't even remember. We've done so many. I think it's one seventy-nine as we uh continue different. on our trot to two hundred here. Uh but nevertheless, joining me again, as always, the great white North's own, and the only reason he's not from America is because we didn't want him, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Dombrova.
1: <sighs> yeah. Screw you, America.
0: Boy, what an introduction that was. <laughs> Sleepy well, Right up there. with You're two great, hours behind us. What was sure that great
1: North white you said?
0: What the hell was that?
1: I don't it's even know what It's called dyslexia.
0: That is. Have you ever heard of it?
1: Well, you would have got the great wrong, too.
0: Well, probably.
1: Selective dyslexia.
0: (laughs) But joining us again, the uh, newest member of the third wheel club, it's our guy, the only man who could tell you Nolan Ryan's on-base percentage and how many strikeouts without using the internet. And, ladies, he's single. The man, the myth, the legend of parts unknown, it's Jeff. Jeff, welcome back.
2: Single as of this morning, maybe. but
0: Ooh. You know what Jeff's favorite pickup line is for the ladies? Hey, I'm Jeff. What do you want on your pancakes in the morning? You hear that, uh, that noise here you in the it?
1: background? It's the stampede of of uh, women listeners we have just running.
0: Yes, yes, both We're of them.
1: Playing the new <laughs> the new uh, Wide Men Can't Jump app game, where in the hell is Jeff?
0: Yes, nobody knows. Nobody
1: knows. What
2: kind nobody of snack, knows. that's what you say, what kind of snack do you want?
1: What kind of snack? So what your your credo is uh, probably make them chips. Ma-
0: probably Snyder's potato chips would be my guess.
1: Well, I don't know. Tasting I mean, those old. are good.
0: I mean, honey barbecue Snyder's chips are awesome.
1: I thought it was make them laugh, make them breakfast.
0: Nah, uh, I don't know.
1: Guess it I wouldn't know.
0: What? I haven't had a woman around me in a hot minute.
1: Guess it depends on why they're laughing. I suppose. But last woman I had
0: around me was my dog. I was gonna say you
1: I I heard your mum the other day, don't lie.
0: Well, the dog's fat and smelly, which is kinda like the women that I go out with. Who's
1: casting that
0: shadow? That you? was my brother in law. If you oh. hear any noise in the background, by the way, on this episode, uh there is some renovations going on here. I was gonna say it did look like a thin shadow. In Bush Manor. We're putting up new uh we're putting up new drywall. Bush Manor. Yes, Bush Manor, even though it's not owned by anybody named Bush.
1: <laughs> or the Cardinals.
0: No, it's not owned by the Cardinals either, <laughs> or by former president. Yeah, very good. Huh. Yes, we're putting up, uh, we're putting up new drywall. That's going to be my excuse. Are we actually putting up drywall? You don't know, but if you hear any noise, that's what's going on. There's people moving around around me. So uh, if you don't like it, sorry, we're, we don't care. <laughs> if you don't like it, sorry. Tell you what, speaking of things we don't like, Jeff. Uh, Pleaded and, and paid us two Bitcoins to let, us, to let him talk about baseball this week. So, Jeff, you wanted to talk baseball. Uh, this is my bathroom break. You guys have a good time. What's going on in the world of baseball?
2: Well, got some new rules. Uh, I think they were put in last year. And they carried over. Uh, probably one of the best pitchers of the last decade. Definitely one of the most clutch pitchers in postseason three world championships, one uh, world championship MVP. Madison Bumgarner, who now plays for the Arizona Diamondbacks, played, or pitched against the Atlanta Braves on Sunday. And, of course, they had a doubleheader, and that uh, Bumgarner pitched the second game. And he gave up no hits, no walks, yet... It's not a no-hitter due to the game only being seven innings. However, he gets credit for a shutout and a complete game. Arizona did commit an Uh error, so it can't be considered a perfect seven innings. But nonetheless, uh, he gave up no hits, yet it's not called a no-hitter, yet if you get if you hit for the cycle in seven innings, you get the cycle. I'm trying to figure out why you don't get credit for a no-hitter. It doesn't make any sense.
1: This has got to be some obscure Major League Baseball nuance of the rules, I assume.
2: Well, well, I don't get it. If they're going to make these rules, I mean, and this is where your baseball purists get upset about this. Why not have nine-inning doubleheaders? Here's a guy that was on, completely on. And really, the Braves weren't because the first game, they only got one hit in seven innings. And then the second game, they didn't get any. So in the combined 14 innings, they got one hit. But That's been a tough night to
0: be a Braves fan. Yeah. <laughs> one hit yeah. in 14 innings? My gosh.
2: Right. So,
0: Sounds like my anyways, career.
2: Besides, besides how bad they were or how good Bumgarner was. It doesn't go in the books as a no-hitter. And, and hopefully, I don't know if they can or not, but hopefully uh, they, they might look at this and say, hey, this is retro, let's make this retroactive and give him credit. But who knows with baseball? I mean,
0: uh, there's been too many no-hitters. To there's been too many no-hitters lately. I, I that's, I'm going to come out and say that. There's been too many. Baseball is at the point where there's so many no hitters now. Like, how many are we up to now? in but in the past two years, let me look. Well, I, I mean, I have, have usually to on the
2: average, usually about two to three a year, so, and that once every five years,
0: you have a. You're going a robotic game. voice occasionally there, Jeff, and I'm kind of into it.
1: I thought it was kind of like uh, Star Trek.
0: Yeah, it kind of sounds yeah, like Robocop uh, there for a second, but no. Anyway, go ahead.
2: But uh, and we've had some perfect games. They've been consecutive years, and I think we had two in one year. Uh, one year there, maybe ten years ago. But nonetheless, I mean, guys. I mean, they're still hitting a lot of home runs. But yet, you're right. It's either all or nothing right now. It's either home runs or no hits.
1: Okay. So, is is the reason it's not a no hitter possibly because this seven inning thing is only going to be for this year? Is that is that maybe part I, 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 of their thinking?
2: Well, see, I didn't know that. I I thought that they might. This was going to be something that they're going to carry on. I didn't know if it was. Well, I thought it because of COVID.
1: But that's I, what I thought, but I could be wrong on that. But that's what I thought.
2: Well, they could. You could be right. It could be just producer, here or they could be tinkering with it and say, hey. You know, if we don't like it, we can go
0: back to the nine innings. If we do like it, hey, we'll stick with it. So I mean,
1: do you get a no- do you Actually, get there's a no- not
0: as many no-hitters as I yeah. thought. I apologize.
1: So you knew nothing about baseball and no one was um, surprised. You're, you're right. Um, if, you, if, they, if you pitch a no-hitter, if a game gets called in seven innings and it's a no-hitter, do you get a no-hitter?
0: Uh,
1: like, let's say they call it for rain or, I, or whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, Pascal Perez good. from the Montreal Expos. Pitched a no hitter as a five inning no hitter game was called due to rain.
1: Okay, so if you can get one for that, then what difference does it? Like that just seems like I don't know. I, I don't understand that. Unless, like actually, I said, it's a I, I, actually, I'm going to go
0: ahead and say I take it back because there have been more no hitters than I thought. It's been a lot.
2: I'd say three hundred and something, almost four, more likely.
0: Let's see here. Let's just look in the past few years. There's been quite a bit, actually. Past few years. All right. we, we won't count the seven inning one. There's already been two this season uh, Carlos Rondon and Joe Musgrove, and those were not, within five days of each other. That's not that
1: surprising in this type of season, though.
0: And then there were two last year, four the year before, three the year before, and only one in 2017, one in 2016, 2015. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in that year.
1: That's not one, helping. That's not really two, helping your argument much. Five, five's a lot. That's a lot of no hitters. It's not It's not helping your argument when six years ago there was five and then there was two years with one. Like, well, there was two oh, no
0: hitters within five days of each okay, other. Okay, well, the
1: season's, again, there might not be another one all year.
0: And then this guy probably would have had a no hitter if baseball hadn't been like, oh, no, nope, we can't play no more. 307 no-hitters in history. Now, granted, that doesn't seem like a lot in history, but it just seems like the past few years they have really okay, ramped right. up. So,
1: what did you say? 700? Or 400?
0: 307.
1: Okay, considering there's it used how to many, not be
0: eight? as many.
1: Okay, but how many teams is there in the league? 30-something? Uh, Jeff? I believe, there are, I believe
0: there are 30
1: teams. Okay, and they each play 162 games. That's like 4,000 games a season. 300 no-hitters, that's not very many. Statistically, it's Uh, nothing.
0: uh, No-hitters just aren't fun for me. I don't don't see mean They're rare, and the perfect games are even more rare. Yeah, now the perfect game, that one's even more wild to me. (laughs) I think we're going to (laughs) start
1: calling Jeff Barry White when he does that. (laughs) Probably
2: in the low 20s, I would think.
0: Hasn't, how many
1: perfect games? Hasn't been now. many perfect games.
0: Now, those ones are, now those are special.
1: Uh, what? Somebody, uh, Dennis Martinez, threw one for the Expos. I know that.
0: I think 23. Pe- I
2: think it's been 23.
0: Well, Pedro had a perfect game going, and it had to go to the 10th inning, but because yeah. the Expos couldn't score any runs. Yeah, he lost it in the 10th inning. Uh, let's see here. List of perfect games. Well, let, me, let me scroll here and see. how I many. I think it's twenty thirty. Yeah, Tw- 21, 21. That's a pretty rare, pretty rare bird. Last one was Felix Hernandez on August fifteenth of two thousand and twelve.
1: All right, so let's let's just switch this. Wow, that's real...
0: wild! Listen to this. Matt Kane had one two months earlier, June thirteenth, two thousand twelve. Two perfect games, right, three in two thousand twelve. Wow. That's, that's that wild. I think he pitched one Philip Humber, Matt Kane, and Felix Hernandez. I don't know. I just, I'm always one of those people. that's just like, you know, no hitters, one hitters, things like that to me aren't fun, but I like baseball for the hitting. I want to see runs. I want to see, you know, I want offense, you know, and obviously that doesn't make me a baseball purist, I guess you could say, but that's, you know, that's what I like. If anything, I think we should juice the ball, juice the bats, juice the players. Let's juice everything. Let's make baseball fun.
1: Free hot dogs.
0: Free hot dogs would be great.
1: That'd make me go.
0: <laughs> I'd just be sitting there eating hot dogs. I wouldn't even watch the game. Wouldn't care. <laughs> I'd be up at the carousel. <laughs> but no, I mean, that is interesting, though. A seven inning no hitter, but it doesn't count even though it probably should. Seven innings, no hitter.
1: We'd have to dig into that one a little further. I have to assume it's because of the rule changes or something like that. You can put the that there thing. and
0: put an asterisk. I mean, technically...
1: They do for everything else.
0: Technically, it's a no hitter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a no hitter game. They won't get credit
2: for winning the World Series, just playing 60 games, and if you hit for the cycle in seven innings, do you still get credit for the cycle? I mean, uh just... It's just they need to take a look at it. They forgot, but but they need to take a look at it. And uh, this guy was on, and he hadn't been on in a while. Uh, He wasn't hadn't been on like he was for the Giants. I mean, when it came October, I mean that's who you wanted to pitch, uh, Bumgarner. So uh, you remember? I don't. You probably all probably don't remember, but in 2014 he came in relief in the third or fourth inning and shut down the Royals after pitching two nights before starting the game. So
0: Yeah, yeah, you uh, are right. I definitely don't remember that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean it's probably one of the best great one of the greatest pitching performances of all time in the postseason. So um anyways I just hate to say this I'm not gonna say this guy's in the twilight of his career, but uh I mean this was I think he, uh, this is great injustice to him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't argue that. I, I really can. I think that's, um, again, it's called a no hitter. Uh, it should be considered a no hitter because it's, don't put your nine fingers up at me, Earl. <laughs> it's a no hitter. A no I mean, hitters a no brave, hitter.
2: What if the Braves say, well, um, Well, we we didn't get a hit yesterday, but we did get no hit. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I look at it as if it was called a nine-inning no-hitter or it's just called a no-hit game. Seven innings was the game, you know? So, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know.
1: I humbly humbly, uh, request that Earl worry more about the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: (laughs) Well, here's a little uh, news here baseball affiliated that I heard today. Have you all heard of the Pioneer League? Yes. Yes, an independent baseball league loosely affiliated with Major League Baseball. They are replacing extra inning games with a sudden death home run derby. Basically, How it will work is each team designates a hitter to receive five pitches. Winner of the game is decided by the number of home runs they hit. If the score is tied, two new hitters are designated. And it will go until the tie is broken.
2: Nathan, are you the uh, silent commissioner of this uh,
0: league? I thought this was a great idea. I'm all for this. I said, heck, let's just do the games like that. That'd be way more fun. We'd be out there in a half hour.
1: Yeah, Nate, they're going to end the NBA championships on a three-point shooting contest. Three-point
0: shootout. (laughs) I, I really do think that I really do think it's a good idea for that league. That's pretty neat. I, You know, instead of playing extra innings where you put a guy on second to automatically start, let's just do a home run derby. You get to pick who you want to hit. I like it. I'm a fan. More offense, baby. I don't want to see a pitcher's duel. I want to see people hitting the ball. All right. That's just me. Yeah, I mean obviously I mean
2: I like guys looking dumb going swinging after curveballs and off speed stuff. I mean that's that's me though. Oh,
0: Jeff, if you wanna see people look dumb, look in the mirror. <laughs> 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 wow. I fell,
2: my, I fell off my dinosaur after I heard that one. My god. How old is that one?
0: <laughs> Older than me, probably. But no, like I, I think it's an interesting call. I mean, I think that would be something that would lure more casual fans in to see. And again, if you don't want it to go to that shoot, it's like a shootout in hockey. Like, Tim, are you a uh, fan of the shootout in hockey? I, I am. I am not. Well, there you go. See, and also, Tim doesn't they, don't, like it.
1: they also don't use the shootout during the playoffs. That's no, only for, that's only I for regular season. I,
0: I think it would be okay to do during the regular season. But not during the playoffs. I think that's that would be. That's
1: purely for. They t-
2: games in the playoffs either are they? It's
1: it's purely so. for no. time constraints though in hockey. Well, because this would be
0: a, a time constraint for baseball.
1: The Pioneer League.
0: Well, I mean, if, if I think this is them just trying to get their name out there, really, you know, no, so no. "Hey, we're going to do something different," but
1: you know, yeah, why I, not? Hockey ran into trouble because if a team was playing the next night. And the overtime went too long they couldn't catch a flight and couldn't get there and all that stuff. So
0: I kinda like the shootout in hockey. I think it's fun. Mm, it's just
1: it's a it's an odd way to end a team sport on an individual base.
0: It is. It is. That's that's uh, the problem. I still think
1: it's cool.
2: I don't have a problem with the game ending in a tie in the regular season.
0: I don't either. <laughs> yeah, Ties are like kissing your sister. Well, yeah, don't you'd, look at me, Angie. I was going to you say, you'd know,
1: you'd know about that, would you?
0: No, I would not.
1: Jeff? <laughs>
0: uh, it ain't too bad. Just kidding.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, are we, are we talking like steps? Halfs? Like, where's the limit there? Oh, Adopted?
0: I, I am cutting this conversation off right now. <laughs> <laughs> you two. Good Lord. All right. Let's look at a little bit of NBA and NCAA news here before we go to the main event of the evening that we've all been waiting for, the NFL draft special. Um, Chris Bosher has a sprained MCA on his left knee. He will be able to return, so that's great news for him. No major injury in the in the knee there, so that's good. He'll be back after rehab, so good for him on that one. And I mean, like, not drug rehab. I'm talking, like, leg rehab, so... That's good news. Um, Jakar Sampson was suspended one game without pay. I don't know if you guys saw this. He headbutted Patty Mills, uh, Spurs guard. Mills was fined $25,000, and Rudy Gay was fined $20,000 uh, for their roles in the altercation. So, did you happen to see that, Jakar Sampson headbutting Patty Mills on the court? It's such a dumb move. I, I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> like, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get thrown out, I'm not gonna do it on a headbutt. I'm gonna swing. Yeah, you know? you might as
1: well, you're gonna get caught because there's fourteen thousand yeah. cameras. So you might as well punch the guy at least.
0: Make it count. You know, a headbutt hurts you. I mean, I'd rather hurt my fist than my hand.
1: Well, unless you're a fan of the uh, pro wrestling world,
0: but, well, an old fashioned you know Vader headbutt. That's that's different. Um. Nets James Harden experienced a setback while doing on court rehab Monday. He is out indefinitely with a hamstring sprain. Everybody break out the uh the tears somebody, for Richard Harden.
1: Somebody opened the door to the to the stadium and the wind knocked him down and it was fouled.
0: Well, what probably happened is the official didn't blow his whistle and Harden just got hurt. So yeah, so that a took setback. a dive
1: and hurt himself.
0: Yeah, that's a setback for <laughs> for the Nets, though. Uh, now, here was one that was really sad. Here, um, going to the NCAA, Terrence Clark, Kentucky freshman, he was dec- declared for the NBA draft. Was getting ready to go. Uh, he was involved in a car accident in Los Angeles and passed away. He was just nineteen, and um, uh, who, yeah, he was, he was a pretty good ball player.
1: Who was the dude who? Was driving to the hoop and uh, whatever he did to his, his uh, broke his ankle or something and he bled all over the cart and they threw a towel over top of his ankle. Did you see, That was just the other day. Can't remember I, the guy's name.
0: I didn't see that.
1: One of his teammates came in and threw a, a towel over his foot because he was bleeding, which you don't see too often. And then they uh, carried him off on a stretcher.
0: I mean, I've seen some some famous ones like Kevin Ware broke his. I remember that.
1: Well I assume that's
0: what oh, happened that to horrible. him. Kevin Wares was horrible. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, Sickening NBA star. Devin Kennedy breaks his go. ankle. Um, I haven't seen this actually. I, I missed this.
1: It doesn't look like much, and then when you when if you if you really look at his foot you can see that the blood is already coming through his socks, so I assume a bone must have
0: broke the skin. Let's see if I can find the video here of what of it happening. I'm watching it, and I didn't really get a good look at it there. Let me...
1: I mean, sure, it's not going to live up to that broken leg in UFC, but that's a whole nother... He gra Ooh, yeah, I see it there.
0: Yeah, it don't look what... like a whole lot. No,
1: but then you can see the red coming down his ankle, and then they come and cover his foot up so that nobody has to look at it. Because <laughs> I imagine it was kind of gross. I, I
0: kind of want to see how he landed to see how bad it is. Yeah, he...
1: He twisted it pretty. I mean, he turned I guess it pretty he they good. They won't but.
0: show the replay, which I guess that's just out of respect. But let's see here. Mm, looks like he just twisted it and it didn't stop. Let me see the leg here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's rough. Well, obviously he's done for the year.
1: No, no, he'll be back next week. Stem cells therapy.
0: Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, he he really took I I didn't see that. I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, that was a.
1: That uh, yeah. was a. Yeah, I don't really know much about the player, but that's a. You know, I don't see that happen to anybody. That's horrible. Because that's got to be a pretty uh, significant rehab, I would think.
0: Yeah, and Steve Clifford wasn't even there. He had tested positive for COVID, so he's uh he's out. Um, but man. That's rough. Uh, that was kind of nasty. The blood on the floor was what made it look so bad, if that makes any sense.
1: Well, that's not, yeah, you're not
0: used to seeing that image. Yeah, especially with a break. I mean, the Kevin Ware break was the na- one of the nastiest things I've ever seen um, on, a, on a court because that bone came through the skin in his shin, and you could see it. Oh, that was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, was yeah I mean, that, it, it made me sick.
1: Okay, where, where did that fall on the scale compared to this UFC injury from the other night?
0: The Kevin Ware injury's worse.
1: Well, that UFC thing is pretty nasty when he.
0: Picture the UFC injury, but the bone comes through the skin.
1: Okay, because the, the the UFC one, the guy's foot looked like it was made out of rubber.
0: Oh yeah, the, um,
1: <laughs> uh, whoever, the whoever that uh, Chris was. Weidman
0: was. Yes, the that's that's the guy, right? Chris Weidman was the guy. It was uh, uh, he really hurt himself, and the funny part is he's the guy that the leg broke on Anderson Silva. Yep. Uh so that's uh see Nate knows a little UFC. You know. But yeah, that was a that's a rough injury there and uh I can't have you not seen the Kevin Ware injury?
1: I if I have I don't I don't remember it if I have.
0: He played for Louisville, didn't he? Nate? Yeah, didn't he played for Louisville and they were playing Duke. And that was a uh I don't remember it was the final, Midwest final.
1: Was it instigated by one of that scummy Duke players?
0: No, no, it was just a complete accident. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. He went to go block a shot, and he just landed bad. Krzyzewski curse. It, it broke out. in like two places. Hold on. I'm sending you the video, Tim. I want your live That's reaction here on I'm the show. See here, I'm sending it on Facebook. On it. You'll see it in slow motion. All right, Here we go. Check it out. Watch his right leg. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's
1: pretty, yeah,
0: <laughs> and then here's a picture of it looked like uh
1: looked like a leg of a folding table there for a brief yeah. moment.
0: check out the picture. I just sent you the picture
1: yeah, that's broke There's eh? no, that's a, no <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a no brainer there I right?
0: don't get more broke than that <laughs> yeah. He ended say. up coming back. Like he ended up coming back, like uh, a year or two later, and and finished. I don't remember. Jeff, do you remember where he finished his career? Uh, I believe
2: he transferred to another school. I can't he remember did transfer. School. I
0: just can't remember where he went because obviously he wasn't the same player. Right. So, no uh, they went, went on
2: to win the championship that year. However, they yeah aren't they aren't allowed to say they they want it right now.
0: Yeah, they want it. <laughs> You're allowed I'll to get see you that on crap. it. It's just not
1: officially recognized as such. Mm-hmm. It's kind of
2: yeah. like a Fab Five, you know. But...
0: There, there, uh, was, there was no champion that year. Oh, there, there
1: seven, 7 hitting, no hitters. Just Yeah, drink.
0: exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what highsman Reggie Bush won? All right. Um, MRI revealed grade two lateral sprain on Trey Young's left ankle. He's expected to be able to return to play once swelling and discomfort are gone. He took a. Well yeah, they did actually. Uh, hurt his left ankle, but but was gone, and he'll be back. Um, yeah, the Hawks played pretty good without him. I know them and the Knicks were trading blows there for that four or five seed, and they're tied right now. But the Knicks have the tiebreaker. The Knicks are nine and one in their last ten. Who'd have thunk it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're not. They're the four seed right now in the East. Believe where's or it?
1: Lou when we need him.
0: Yeah, well, Lou would be all over it, man. Yeah, he'd be loving also, it. Also, I'd like to take a second to give a big screw you to the Minnesota Timberwolves who are on a friggin' roll now that they are eliminated from playoff contention and they're now no, trying to screw their draft pick up.
1: They're a little nervous about the pressure of having to make a, a top yeah, three how, pick. How
0: dare we make a top three pick? They've won. Y'all beat of- uh, who y'all beat
2: other night that's pretty good? Utah! Best team in the league! Yeah, yeah. beat yeah, back yeah that. You gotta you
1: be pulling your hair out, Nathan twice.
2: Wait a minute. You can yes. even lose
0: right.
1: yeah. Nate's already done that job, Jeff. Uh, no point in doing that. A waste of time.
0: They're, beating, <laughs> right. and they're playing Houston. <laughs> they're beating Houston right now. What is going on? He starts doing All
1: that, right. it'll be it'll be scalp, not hair.
0: Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I thought that the Hawks had played well without Trey Young. They're 7-3 in their last 10. I think a, a Hawks-Knicks series in the first round would be very, very fun to watch. Kind of hoping it happens. It'll be very interesting.
2: Six or seven games?
0: I, very, six or seven easily. It could, it could happen. So, uh, And Julius Randle, by the way, uh, he came out and said on the Woj Pod the other day that he owes the Knicks his career. Because they've saved, they saved his career, which I thought wow. was cool.
2: Man, what's the world coming to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Knicks COVID-19, are saving somebody's a, career.
0: COVID nineteen hits, and the Knicks saved a career. Man, time warped
1: back to nineteen forty seven or something.
0: Yeah. Couple more things here. Uh, Denny Avangia, rookie for the Wizards. He's got a hairline fracture. Uh, his season is over, but they won't have to have surgery, which Washington wasn't going anywhere anyway. Uh, the Nets have played seven games with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving on the court together and probably not going to be playing any more together in the regular season. That's kind of surprising that the Nets have only played seven games with those three together.
1: I sort of got to wonder if that – that like been unintentionally to their benefit somehow?
0: Maybe a little bit.
1: That they only have to try to f- shoehorn two of them in there usually at a time instead of all Honestly, three of them.
0: That's, I mean, I don't <laughs> think they should play all three of them together. I just think that's not enough basketball to go around. But it, there.
1: Yeah, right. But it even removes even the talk about it. Like there's yeah. no no controversy of who who played how many minutes and all yeah. of this because they're not all there. So
0: yeah, but come the regular, come the playoffs though, they're going to want to play together. So I don't know. We'll see what happens there. John Wall's out for the remainder of the season for due to a hamstring tweak. Uh, he's being shut down, and that's going to do it for him this season. So, <laughs> Not um, a lot new there. I mean, John Wall – it seems like John Wall gets shut down every year.
1: Seems that way. He seems to be always hurt.
0: Uh, Portland signed Rondé Hollis Jefferson for the rest of the season as well. So, good for Rondé. Nathan,
1: what about uh, Angie's
2: uh, Wizards? I mean, they have started to play <laughs> – She's Pretty not a wizard.
0: Time. She's not a Wizards fan. She's a Mavericks yeah, she,
1: fan. She gave up on the Wizards oh. and then she That's took yeah, the she easy way. She, out. Likes
0: she likes Russell Westbrook, but she can't she can't cheer for the Wizards. She doesn't like the Wizards. Oh. So she's a Mavericks fan now. She likes Luka Doncic yeah. as well. So wow. can't
2: blame hey, for that.
0: you you're never a loser when you can always find a winning team, right? Right. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. One more piece of news here, but it's NFL related. So, what we'll do... Actually, one more thing. I'm going to give you guys a week's notice on this. Alright? Unless you want to do it now. You you tell me. Top five NBA players to never win a championship. That seems to be the big thing going around now. Well, I can't do that right now. Okay. So, I can name, I can, I can name a lot of guys that have never won a title, but... There's, you know, there's top five. They're trying to say the top five players that have ever won championship. I think we could talk about that next week since we got a lot to cover this week for sure. Um,
2: I you could say uh, I to, Ewing, Barkley, uh, Reggie Miller. I mean, there's three right I have there, to uh,
1: familiarize
0: myself with the Timberwolves lineup. I mean, Carmelo Anthony could be thrown in there. I mean, there's a lot of players Carl Malone, John Stockton. There you go. Oh, yeah. Good and and if, you,
1: if, you go, if you go back, you know, back when teams were winning. Yeah. You know, when the Celtics were winning a pile, and then the Lakers had won a pile, and then the Bulls won a pile. There was a lot of
0: guys who... I don't think Elgin Baylor ever won a title either. There was a lot of guys who missed out. Just missed out, yeah. Did Elgin Baylor win a title? Uh, I
2: don't...
0: Let me check. I can't remember if he did or not. I, I know mean, his career was those, kind of cut short, but I don't five know.
2: It's probably a good starting five. Stockton, Malone, Miller, Barkley, and Ewing. I mean...
0: Allen Iverson never won a title either.
2: Allen Iverson.
0: Either did Melo, which he's they still get, playing. Did, he did but,
2: get to the finals. Jason Kidd. I mean, Steve uh, Nash. Like, Steve Nash. The Spurs kept him from winning.
0: Yeah, and the fact uh, he's two time MVP, but didn't win a title. Meanwhile, Kobe Bryant only what about, won.
1: MVP. Uh, what about Vince Carter?
0: Nope, never won a title. There
1: you go, another Toronto guy.
0: I really, I don't know if Elgin ever did win a title. I'm trying to look at like notable accomplishments, but uh, played 14 seasons. Uh, okay, I, yeah, he did. He did. did okay, okay, he you,
1: you've made me think of something else that you had uh, br- brought Meravich? up on the uh, on the Facebook. Uh, yeah. the owner of the Lakers and her top five lakers of all yeah, time or whatever
0: I, I saw that and,
1: and she puts a guy on there that's been a laker for what two seasons
0: <laughs> yeah she had her top five lakers as like magic johnson
1: kareem abdul
0: jabbar fine um lebron james Not kobe fine. bryant and phil jackson yeah well
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't i don't know feel.
0: yeah i mean I'm like Lebron's got to go off that list, and Phil Jackson's got to go off. Yeah, and
1: that it's list. not because Lebron's not great; it's just he hasn't played there long enough yeah, to be a great player of anything.
0: There, then absolutely, but no Jerry West on that list, no Elgin Baylor on that list. There's come a lot on, of, James a lot of guys, Yeah,
1: there's a lot of guys you could have on there before some of those names.
0: I mean, Phil shoot, Jackson, I put Robert Murray on there before Lebron.
1: Mind you, she didn't dare leave them off either because if she'd have left them off, there would have been great amounts of outrage from every direction. So it's called PR, I guess.
0: Okay, well, uh, fact check from my brother-in-law, Elgin Baylor never did win a title. Really? Oh, and 8 in a title.
1: The more um, you know. Ah, oh, ran
0: into Bill Russell. Okay. Well,
1: the more you. you know, brought to you by Earl Claycomb. Awesome. Somebody
0: on Wikipedia needs to fix that because it says NBA champion night. Oh, 72, he was a coach. Okay. Okay. You
1: no, know, you should have seen there the little uh, footnote uh, there. But that that
0: as a player, NBA champion. So that has this, to be wrong.
1: This footnote added by Tom Robinson.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Elgin Baylor never won a title. There we go. Uh, okay. Ewing, Barkley. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of big names. Oh, yeah. yeah there's,
1: a, there's lots of names. Yeah.
0: Uh, Pete Maravich, another name that you could throw in there. So we'll come down and Russell Westbrook never won a title. Of course, he's still playing. Who was that? Who uh, James Harden. Yeah, he's never won one either. Mr. Choke. CP3. Ball. Never won a title. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of players. Yeah, Steve Nash. I mean, there's a lot of players you can talk Ed, about on this. Ed Bogus. Oh, Ed Bogus, He's a champion in our hearts. Never yeah. won a title. All right, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back. and We're going to start on the NFL draft. We'll have our predictions and uh, a little help from our buddy Frank on the nfl draft this year so uh looking forward to it tim will be setting in for frank as frank decided to go moose hunting in the yukon Um, again still tim got a a fax frank's the only guy i know that still sends faxes tim got a fax from frank so (laughs) ain't no internet up north that's true all right so we're going to talk about that here in just a second we'll be right back right after this personal injury product liability workplace accidents mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation a new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. On stripcamfun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. Get there right now. You'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires, and you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripcamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over, because StripcamFun.com is not just for everyone. It must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun. Be sure to visit right now at StripCamFun.com, where you can strip on cam and have some fun. Thanks again to our sponsors, New Law Office and StripCamFun.com. I actually, heard from the owner of StripCamFun.com today. He said hello to everyone, and he yeah. says thank you to all of his patrons on there. So, uh, big thanks to all of our friends. Tell him he's welcome. <laughs> I feel there's a few credit cards that have been entered on there. (laughs) But anyway, Imagine. all right, it's time for the NFL draft segment. Jeff, I know you've uh, got your uh, prepared uh, team here. Do you not? Or prepared draft. All right. Uh, Tim, you will be uh, talking for our good friend Frank. I
1: I will try to decipher the madness that is Frank.
0: Yes, and good luck with that. He's uh, an idiot. D- didn't he move Moose Jaw? Wasn't that where he's from? No, he's from but Moose Flint Jaw.
1: He, he's an, uh, in Moose Jaw by way of Flintland, Oh, now, Okay. Now a resident of Tuktoyaktuk.
0: Please, for the love of everything, tell me that's a real town. It is much, very much
1: a real place.
0: I, I must visit there before I die. Tuktoyaktuk.
1: Tuktoyaktuk. That is I, a very much true.
0: I've been wanting to go there into Regina, but there's a reason for that. Just so I could stand in front of the sign and point and laugh. All right, we all NFL do. Draft. We most Canadians do that too. Yeah. All right. All Let's start with the NFL draft, and uh, these first couple of picks probably won't have to have much analysis from us because it seems like we already know what everybody's going to do. But Jeff, since you're our guest. You may start the number one overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They suck the most. Who is that going with?
2: I believe it's set in stone that they're going to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson, 34-2 and two for his career, won the championship his freshman year, then went to the playoffs the next two years, got beat in the championship game, and then lost the semi this year, but or last year, but uh, easy choice there. And uh, uh, I believe he'll like that. Where he's actually from Georgia, and yep. uh, is going to go play for Urban Meyer at Jacksonville, not too not too far away from home. So, uh,
0: yeah, and he's already he's al- yeah he's already started donating uh, money to Jacksonville Foundation uh, down yeah. there. I, I read so you know good for him. Um, yeah, I mean it's clear that's going to be the number one <laughs> pick, Trevor Lawrence. That's you, know, you can you can tune in late to the draft if need be. Because Trevor Lawrence is going number one, folks. Not even Tony Khan could mess this one up. Um, this is a no-brainer that's here.
1: A, that's so funny you should say that.
0: Uh, oh, okay. What has Frank said?
1: Frank is uh, said it's an obvious choice. It's, uh, it's Twinkle Toast Kenny Omega.
0: <laughs> of course. Who else would it be?
1: Uh, this is a no-brainer, according to Frank. I mean, he brings everything to the, you know, footwork, fingerwork, jazz hands. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> what one more do you want to draft it?
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I, I love this already. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Frank. All right, Frank,
1: you know, off the board with Kenny Omega.
0: There you go. All right, and number two pick in this draft, since we didn't have, you know, obviously. Not much to talk about here in uh, the number one pick. So, we're going to go to the number two pick. Uh, New York Jets are on the clock. Jeff, where are they going?
2: Uh, It seems to be that something else is set in stone is they're going to pick Zach Wilson, uh, quarterback from BYU. So, first two picks will be quarterbacks and more than likely could be top three, maybe top four. Who knows how – I believe this could be a wild draft this year. But uh, they, they like Zach Wilson. I'm sure they would rather have Trevor Lawrence. But they screwed up at the end of the year last year and won games.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Zach Wilson there as well. It almost seems like a, uh, a foregone conclusion. So I, I feel like that's going to definitely be uh, where they decide to go. Here is quarterback because you don't trade away Sam Darnold. And not go quarterback here. If if they do, then they you know then they're dumber than I expected. So obviously, uh, so yeah, Zach Wilson here. They seem to be high on him. That's what I'll uh, I'll I'll agree with you there. Now from here on out, we may disagree, but I figured oh, yeah. the first two we'd agree on. All right, Tim, anything from over there and Moose Jaw? If
1: I was, if I can decipher this. I believe that uh Frank is predicting a uh, reuniting of the Beach Boys. The jets will take uh, they take Brian Wilson by accident,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh something about pet sounds that's all I got out of that.
2: Well, the Jets have taken a lot of accidental picks over the years, so I mean one year I believe Pete Rosell named the guy and he even snickered whenever he said it. <laughs> so
1: well if you i mean just to, th- to throw it in there though i mean the Jets, if they can if if any team in the league can butcher this pick it's them now yeah, i don't know who do i don't know who else they would take i guess there's Even some talk of what fans. uh <laughs> uh what i mean a mac matt jones and i guess maybe uh what's his name is really climb his stocks really climbed uh uh what's his name from uh
2: the side end?
1: No, another quarterback, Trey something.
2: Oh,
0: Trey oh, Lance. Trey
1: Lance, yeah. yes. But you watch, watch them, watch them take somebody that we, we go who in the hell, and everybody's scrambling to figure out who this division two quarterback is that the Jets picked.
0: <laughs> uh, give them time, give them time. I don't think the Jets will screw this one up. The Raiders are still in the draft, so if you want to
1: go out on <laughs> a
0: limb for a stupid pick, out, don't worry.
1: <laughs> look out, kickers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't remind me. All right, here we go. To the 49ers, out in San Fran. Armando Martinez will be the special guest picker. I'm kidding, he won't, but uh, we will... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to run Armando on a 5-second delay, but oh man. But anyway, let's go with uh Jeff here. Who who do you have the 49ers taking?
2: This is where it gets interesting. I think this is where the draft begins. San Francisco trades up from the 12 spot to the three spot to Miami, gives up this year's first-round pick and a 22 first-round pick and a 23 first-round pick, and I believe a third round in there somewhere, uh, for this pick. So, But they're saying they're undecided about the pick. I mean,
0: what is going on? Yeah, we Are traded up to three pick? because we have no idea what we want Correct. to do.
2: <laughs> right. Are they putting up a smoke screen or, you know, so is I believe more than NFL likely they're going to take a quarterback,
1: I yeah. would think.
2: But I'm going to, I got a sneaky suspicion that they're going to trade up in front of all these teams, uh, especially Atlanta, maybe, who's needing a tight end. Who's, I mean, would you think they might take a can't miss tight end
0: who they could probably
2: play at receiver and tight end? Kyle Pitts.
0: I mean, possibly. I, mean, I, know, I know they have. George no, because that Kittle. makes that makes
1: sense. So the answer to that would be no.
0: See, I don't think it does. I think you trade up here, and with Garoppolo, Garoppolo is hurt. I, I'm reading right. reports. Garoppolo may not even be active come the start of the season. Now, Nick Mullins is not there anymore. So, I think they. I think they're going to take a quarterback. I really do. Now, I mean. The Pitts' call here wouldn't be a terrible move, but I really think they're going quarterback.
1: Could you? Uh, does this work? Could they? Could they pick Pitts and trade them for a quarterback?
0: I mean, maybe, but I, I don't see. I don't see them moving up and giving up all those assets. Seems weird to move just up to, to three trade or... again.
1: Yeah, that it, it seems. I don't weird, know. So. I
0: don't know, but James, I mean, do
1: you
2: think? I mean, what quarterback do you think they're going to take? Then, I mean, it's it's you know well, either Jones, or or,
0: here, I have them taking Mac Jones, and but I don't think they're going to throw Jones to the wolves. I think they take Jones because they believe with they think Garoppolo will be healthy enough to start the season, and they want him to learn from Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo is their quarterback for now, but I think. On down the line, I think they will hand the reins over to Mac Jones. Now, I'm going to go out and say this right now. I don't like taking Mac Jones here. I don't think Mac Jones is going to be that great of a quarterback in the NFL. My Look personal the point, talent he's had. <laughs> that's what I mean. You give me that offensive line. You give me uh, Harris in the backfield.
1: Uh, hold on. He didn't he, he didn't go to Ohio wait. State,
0: settle down. Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I, I like Justin Fields way more than I like Mac Jones. I do. I just don't think Mac Jones is going to be that kind of guy in the Ohio NFL. Ohio
1: State is where, uh, is, is where college quarterbacks come from to die in the NFL.
0: But I think Fields has got a chance. I think Terrell Pryor had a chance. They just never really gave him a chance. If that makes sense, they wanted him to be a receiver.
1: Fields has got some issues that have nothing to do with football.
0: Oh, absolutely. But I think Sam Fran goes Mac Jones here from Bama. I mean, it's the safe pick. If Garoppolo can't go, then they'll have another backup who will start. Mac Jones doesn't touch the field to start the season. There's no way. What do you think, Jeff? Do you think they're going? Uh,
2: I I, 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 uh, I would think that they're probably going to take quarterback. But I just, I just, I don't know. I mean, it just it seems like they gave up a lot just to, Somebody that probably could have just moved up a few spots and got.
0: I don't uh, see but, anybody trading that many picks to draft a tight end. No offense to Kyle Pitts.
2: Okay. Well, you're more than likely you're right, but it's just something I put down, wrote down, and but I, I, I believe that they'll probably take a quarterback, but I, I just wanted to be
0: different. You know, yeah. so. Well, I mean, they might Brady surprise had, me. I might be wrong.
2: Brady had, if you, I mean, I'm telling you, I think John Lynch looks at Belichick and tries to run his team like him. They had Hernandez and Gronkowski there at one time, and who's to say they couldn't do something like this with Kittle and Pitts? But as you're saying, if you're going to give up, more than likely they're going to get a quarterback, but they're saying, I mean, maybe they're just not showing their hand. They're undecided on what quarterback to take. So, uh, it's,
1: okay, but, but that I sort of doesn't really make that. sense though Because at three nobody Okay the first two are pretty much etched in stone yeah. it, it would be pretty bizarre if, if those two picks don't happen So who are they hiding their hand from They got the third pick There's, Nobody else could take them before them So and if they did They're going to get Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence Instead at three Possibly so I don't see how that's a I don't know who you're hiding What you're doing from Who are you hiding it from
0: Yeah, I agree. I I just, I don't see it. I think they got to take Jones here at this pick. This seems seems to be the guy that they want. I think it's a bust, though. I think Mac Jones is a bust waiting to happen. No offense to him. I just think he's, I could be wrong though. I've I've said a lot of guys are busts that turned out to be pretty good. And I've said a lot of guys are can't miss. I thought Brody Croyle was going to be the next best quarterback in the NFL. Shows what I know. All right. Let's go to the fourth pick here the whoa, Atlanta
1: Falcons. Whoa, whoa whoa whoa
0: oh well Frank I forgot about Frank, Frank. goes now Back see Frank. now
1: Frank happens to agree with you,
0: oh
1: he does yeah but but he takes it a step further oh okay They're, they they will draft Matt Jones then they will yeah. announce the signing of the official anthem singer will be Tom Jones <laughs> and the new the new anthem in San Francisco only
0: will be what's new pussycat yes, what's new pussycat <laughs> I sent you that stand up comedy, didn't I? <laughs> of the guy that played seven, um, seven times in a row at a, like a Waffle House, What's New Pussycat?
1: <laughs> I mean, you think about that, that's pretty fitting for San Francisco, too. We're going to stop to think about
0: it. I am not touching that one.
1: A lot of musicals in that city.
0: Yes. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Atlanta Falcons at four. Uh, Jeff, what's your thoughts here on Atlanta? Who do they go with? Well, since I
2: uh, threw a wrench in there. More than likely, they were going to take... All eyes are saying they're going to take Pitts, but if he's not there... Well, some news the other day. Julio Jones, they're looking to trade him because they owe him $15 million, I believe, after June 1st, maybe? Yeah, I heard that
0: he's on the market now.
2: Well, what do you take, then, if you take the top wide receiver, right? Well, or... A lot of people say. Either pitch or quarterback, but if they're going to do that, I say they take the 2019 Blitnikoff winner, uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of OSU. He was uh, Joe Burrow's top uh, target there two years ago. Last year he set out during the COVID. He didn't play college football last year. so
0: Yeah, he's preparing uh, for the he, draft.
2: So I think they'll uh, – if they don't take him, he'll probably go to the top six anyways. But uh, if they're going to do that, then they're going to need a res- –
0: Draft a receiver. Yeah. Okay. I have the Falcons taking pits, uh, going tight end. Best – the best tight end in the draft, and it's not even close. Um, out of Florida, I mean, he's six, two six, 240 pounds. He can play receiver. He can play tight end. He can do a little bit of everything. And that's a, that's a position the Falcons really need Field. They had Austin Hooper a few years ago. I mean, they really haven't had a, that great of a tight end since probably – Tony Gonzalez, really. So I think they go pits here, give Matt Ryan another weapon, and try to salvage what's left of his career because Jones is going to be gone. So we'll see what they decide to do from here. All right, Frank. Falcons, what are they doing?
1: They're going to take the Winter Soldier.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Bucky, is that, isn't that his
1: name? <laughs> oh, what so says world? here? I don't know. I don't explain these things. Okay. I just <laughs> All right. God. But but damn, don't don't when are the Falcons going to decide that they got to get a quarterback? When is that going? How much longer does that? That that is a good
0: question. Play? That is a good question.
1: I mean, maybe this if they get bad enough this coming year, maybe they get a better pick. and they get a better one next year. I don't know, but Matt Ryan is kind of It's not that Matt Ryan is horrible. They just pretty much wore that out haven't they isn't it time for them to move
0: on Jeff Fair. what do you think? Apparently not. I mean,
2: Well, I I think he was drafted in 2008. However, he was almost he was at least 23, almost 24 when he was drafted. And uh, so he's not exactly young. I, I think he's probably 36, 37 maybe now.
1: Something like that.
2: So I would say, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea here, though.
1: I mean, I mean, considering how how fast other franchises move on from, you know, quarterbacks, they give him a year or two and they don't work out and they're gone. It seems, and yet they've been holding on to him forever, and they're not getting they're not getting any better. So
2: his uh, skills haven't diminished too much, but I mean, it's it's getting
0: close. By the time Matt Ryan takes the field this upcoming season he will be
1: 36. Yeah, so he's got a year or two left at the most and then they're going to they won't have a choice. So anyway. Winter Soldier. See a lot of marketing possibilities there with Marvel.
0: <laughs> All right. To everybody's favorite lovable losers, the Cincinnati Bengals. They got better. Joe Burrow was a nice addition. Um, personally, I think they need somebody to block for him, but they also need somebody to throw to. Now, this is the part of the draft where I'm going to say this a lot look for teams to start moving up and down here a lot. Depending on,
1: yeah, depending on who gets picked, then you'll start to see shuffling.
0: Yeah, so I think there's going to be quite a few um shuffles here going on, but. If the Bengals stay here, I think I'm going to go first, Jeff. Then I'll throw it to you. Okay. I think they're going to take the O lineman uh, Sewell, Beni Sewell, six foot six, three hundred and thirty pounds, out of Oregon. He's ranked as the top offensive lineman in the draft. Um, if you're going to take somebody, get you somebody to protect to protect Joe Burrow. I think that's a a solid pick there for the Bengals. Jeff, go ahead.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, they needed him last year because. You got his ACL tour because of somebody missed a block. So yeah, I agree with you on that pick.
0: Frank.
1: Uh, Frank says they will be selecting a subway sandwich artist because they're drafting panini sandwich. Sewell. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Boy, he's one in a million, isn't he? <laughs> Wait
1: until the next one.
0: Well, let's get to the next one. Miami. Miami Dolphins. Pretty good season last year. Sixth pick in the draft. Uh, traded, what was they traded out and then traded back? Was right. that, that was Miami, correct?
2: Right, with Philly.
0: Maybe yeah, with Philly, crazy. so. Now Miami has the sixth pick in the draft. Jeff, what are they taking?
2: I believe their biggest need is wide receiver. Uh, since Jamar Chase, I've already got him gone. Uh, I believe the next one they might take is either uh, Devonte Smith or I have them taking Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama, reconnecting with Tua. And uh, you know, you could probably go either either Chase or Devonte Smith, but I, I really think they're going to take a wide receiver.
0: See, I went with wide receiver as well there. I have them taking on my board Jamar Chase from LSU. I think uh they're definitely in need of some young, quick receivers, and I think Chase offers them the best upside. I still think people are really discounting Devontae Smith a little too much in this draft, but I think Chase goes to the Dolphins here. So we'll see we'll see what that happens there. What a Wait for this one. All right, Tim, go ahead. Uh,
1: Frank says they're going to draft uh, Gandalf the White because they lost Fitzmagic.
0: <laughs> Good lord.
1: Boy, he's on a roll, ain't he? It's pretty solid, though. Pretty solid thinking.
0: I can't argue with him. Really? I mean, <laughs> well, new quarterback in town in Detroit. So something tells me they're not going there. They got the seventh pick, and again, I hear they're shopping this one hot and heavy because they need a lot of help in a lot of positions, and they're looking to trade back. Detroit Lions, Jeff. What do you think?
2: Uh, like you said, like the, the previous picks, you, I look for some movement poss- possibility uh, in between four and this pick. Uh, and I, you know, they say New England is looking to move up. Uh, Belichick's not going to give up yeah. a whole lot. Uh, I think, I think uh,
0: you might see the Broncos jump up here, jump up a couple of spots. Uh, I mean, it's I could...
2: possible if they don't if they don't have to give up a lot, maybe a third or a second, you know. But uh, it, it's but if they stay the same, I think Detroit's going to take offensive linemen to give off some protection because uh, he loves to hang on to the football. He has a hard time getting rid of it, like uh, Drew Bledsoe used to. So. Uh, I believe it'll take offensive tackle from uh, Northwestern or
0: Sean Slater. You see, I thought that as well, and I was about to put that, but then I remembered it's Detroit. What you well, Detroit? They,
2: take... they love oh. taking receivers.
0: They do love taking a receiver, but they also love taking a corner. And I got them taking Patrick Sertan II, corner from Alabama, uh, which is not a terrible pick. I do agree the offensive line needs a little work, but – for some reason, I just think detroit will it's not the fancy it's a fancier pick, and they like a little bit of a fancier pick they don't draft what they need they try to go like best available, which in this draft not really a good idea, but I think sertan would fit well there in detroit and i think he uh he will go to bama back to the back to the uh, the committee all right, Tim, go ahead I'm
1: not sure if I understand this. Uh, Frank says uh, Detroit is going to uh, take advantage of the new gene splicing rules <laughs> and and get a Jerry Rice, Lynn Swan, Michael Irvin, Megatron clone, because they're going to need somebody there to catch a pass from that horrible Jared Goff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank. So, yeah. He's he's definitely one in a million. Jeff, are you entertained <laughs> with these Frank picks?
2: Yeah, Especially the, I think it was number four, third, third
0: or fourth one,
1: I believe. Yeah. Uh, you! I thought you liked the Brian Wilson pick there.
0: Yeah, it so. was pretty good too. I, I, the Brian, I, I Brian like wasn't bought me. The sandwich. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, oh panini, panini, panini sandwich. <laughs> well, you're, you're in luck. <laughs>
0: you, Frank, loves his sandwiches. All right, to Carolina. They traded for Sam Darnold. They got the quarterback. They think can uh, step in and take over. Uh, Jeff, what do you see them taking here at eight if they stay here?
2: Well, uh, if Justin Fields drops, how do you, I mean, I know they have Darnold, but, uh, I think they could possibly have a quarterback competition and still pick a <laughs> quarterback. So I got them taking Justin Fields. if If he drops,
0: I don't see Justin Fields fitting in Carolina. Uh, they tried that with cam Newton. It didn't really work. I mean, it did, but it didn't. If that makes sense, Newton just took a beating and I think they're going to try to avoid any kind of scrambling quarterback. They can. I think they're going to go ahead and beef up that O-line because on my board, Rashawn Slater is still available. The big six, three, three Oh five, uh, lineman from Northwestern and they'll want to beef up what is going on with, um, you know, Sam Darnold. I think they're invested in him. So I think they go and and they go line here. All right, Tim, go ahead.
1: Uh, Frank says they're going to take Justin Field, and then they will announce the signing of Cesar Milan, quarterback whisperer. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, you like that one, did (laughs) you? Well done, Frank. Yeah. That
0: that, that that one got me. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Denver Broncos is nine. <laughs> Jeff, they need a lot. What do you what do you see them doing here? Uh
2: I got them taking a quarterback. Maybe this will be the one they struck out with Paxton Lynch and uh,
0: they, uh Drew They've done a terrible job at drafting quarterbacks over the years.
2: <laughs> they have. Uh Drew Locke uh, has shown some promise, but then he'll have like a setback. And uh, this, I think they could draft somebody, give him some competition. And uh, I believe they're going to take Trey Lance from North Dakota State.
0: I have them going QB as well. Now, he'll probably not fall this far. I think they'll trade up just to make sure they get him. I think they go Justin Fields if he falls this far. But I think he, I think Denver ends up with Fields on Thursday, wherever they pick from. I think that's where he's headed, is to Denver. Um, it seems like the kind of guy Elway would want to take a gamble on, which Elway's not there anymore, is he? He uh, he stepped up instead of down. Am I right? He,
1: he failed upwards, yeah. Yeah, he
0: failed upwards, <laughs> which is, uh, I mean, if you're going to fall, if you're going to be terrible, that's the way to do it, is to fail upwards. Uh, I don't
1: know how that
0: works. Yeah. Tim?
1: Uh, I, I don't know who this is so Frank says uh, the uh, Broncos will draft Rashawn Slater then sign Michael Paul Glassier and reboot Saved by the Bell <laughs> Zach Morris <laughs>
0: God <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> God I didn't even like that show girl <laughs> Well, well, I like I the girl. I like the girls in it. Well, I mean, yeah, I won't tell a like lie, like Fowski, Am I right? I mean, I ain't went wrong with any
1: of them. All three of them were pretty good looking. Uh... <sighs> <Just> Anyhow, like...
0: <laughs> the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Oh, well, what will no. Dallas do here? The...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows.
0: Yes, it's a, it's a mystery. But Jeff, <laughs> have you figured out what Dallas will do here?
2: Um, uh, I, I think they're going to take. I think Patrick certain falls with all the quarterbacks taken and uh, I think he's going to fall to Dallas. I think you had him at 7 maybe or 8, I can't remember. But uh I think the Dallas uh, they'll take him from Bama.
0: Dallas had some issues this past season on defense for sure. They couldn't stop anybody. Whether it be running the ball, throwing the ball, They couldn't stop anybody. Now, if he's available, they'll take Sertan for sure. But I don't have him being available. So I have them taking the best edge rusher in the draft out of Michigan. Quitty Payne. Um, You know, they need need some constant pressure on the quarterback to force bad throws. So I think Payne could easily fall to Dallas here in this one. Tim, I know this is your team. What, What do you think? And then you can give us Frank. I,
1: I don't care who they draft as long as it's a defensive player.
0: Yeah, because they need their defense is bad.
1: It, it was horrible last year, and, and they uh,
2: needed to pick last year, really, to be honest. And they picked uh, Lamb.
1: Yeah, I mean he was a good pick at least, but yeah, but still it didn't really help them in the long run. Uh, and Frank concurs. He says. Uh, Dallas is going to sign the Logan Fence Building Company because the Cowboys need some defense.
0: <sighs> these are real. These are really yeah. getting out yeah. there, you know that.
1: <laughs> Be glad I didn't know the name of a Logan Fence Building Company.
0: Logan <laughs> Plenty Mill. There you go. They're, they're closed, man. <laughs> <laughs> Close a hundred years.
1: <laughs> it, it, I'll just warn you, it, it's it's gonna get worse here because some of I these are wow. Yeah, some wait. of these are like holy.
0: The New York Football Giants. Jeff? Is that what they do? <laughs> well, that's what they say they do. Jeff,
2: I believe my boys is gonna get lucky, and they're gonna uh, be able to pick Devontae Smith, a Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama.
0: See, I have Waddle on the board, so I think they're going I'll, to see I'll be okay
2: with that, too. I'll be okay I'm be. i sure you would.
0: <laughs> I have Waddle on the board. I have them going with Waddle uh, there. Again, I could also see them maybe reaching on a lineman, but I do think they go Waddle here. They need some help for uh, Daniel Jones for sure. Uh, our, well, they need help in a lot of places. For Daniel Jones. Yes, yeah, that's their quarterback.
1: Oh, right. Dalton went to the Bears, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's where he went. I was thinking he went to the Giants. but he no,
0: was... no, no. He went to the Bears.
1: Oh, boy. That's... well. Boy, Frank's got some egg on his face.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> alright then. Since Frank didn't pay attention, what Frank have to
1: say? Because you, know you know what Frank said? It's still funny, though. Frank said they were going to draft the uh, wrestler Dalton Castle and, <laughs> and uh, form the uh, Dalton Brothers tag team.
0: Oh, my God. Castle,
1: <laughs> but i guess that's going to require a lot of extra work
0: yes indeed to the philadelphia eagles the tom robinson pick of the week here uh what do you think jeff on the eagles front what are they drafting by the way i could see them easily trading back again uh because yeah. they uh, they have needs as well but what do you think here they they handed they get rid of uh they get rid of the Wentz, Wentz. the the injury-prone quarterback, where are they going here?
2: I believe this is where it's even more interesting because uh, most of your top 10 or 11 is going to be receiver, quarterbacks, and there's going to be a lot of talent out there at the defensive spot. So I believe they're going to take Micah Parsons, linebacker, out of Penn State.
0: That would be a steal for them there at this pick. Um, I think they're going to go. I think because on my board, still got Devontae Smith. I think they'll go Devontae Smith because they really need wide receiver help. If he's there and they don't take him, then they're just wrong, in my opinion. Because yeah. I think uh, they need some major, major help at wide receiver. Boy, well, we know how Frank feels about the Eagles. So let's—I can't wait uh, for this.
1: You no, know, I think this is pretty solid. Okay, Frank, Frank says they will sign Mika Parsons. Okay, but then they're going to go a step further and they're going to sign Devontae Allen from Marshall and form the Allen Parsons Project.
0: Oh, good lord. (laughs) Keep your eye on the sky, folks.
1: Which kind of fits for Philadelphia also, when you think about it.
0: I don't know how much ganja. Frank had gotten into before he made these picks. But Aren't Lord. you
1: impressed that Frank even knows that Devontae Allen played for Marshall?
0: I, I am, actually. <laughs> I, I'm very impressed by that. Uh, go heard that.
1: Damn straight.
0: <laughs> All right, 13th pick, L.A. Chargers. Uh, Jeff, what do you think?
2: Well, I think they could go offensive lineman here, or I believe they could take the next Bengtson corner in the uh, draft, and uh, they need somebody to uh, slow down the Chiefs wide receivers, and uh, their uh, offensive assault, and they'll select J.C. Horn as out of South Carolina, cornerback.
0: Well, Jeff, for the first time in a while, we agree. I think J.C. Horn uh, is definitely the way to go here. If they, you know, I think they got to get a corner, they got to get a safety, they gave up too many yards this past year, and this is a team that has the offensive ability. It's just a matter of they they lost a lot of close games, and the ability to win close games comes down to shutting the other team down when you have to. And I think J.C. Horn out of South Carolina can do that. All right, back to the funny farm.
1: Chargers are proud to select the son of Barry Darso, Christian Darso, and they formed the demolition defense.
0: God. Barry Darso. <laughs> repo Man.
1: <laughs> hey, the Repo Man. That's a good name for a defense, too.
0: I would be, actually. Yeah, you can even well, do the Blacktop Bully. That was very yeah, that, that was pretty, that Crusher was pretty, Crusher, pretty Crusher, good. Crusher Crew Chef. I mean, there was a lot. There's a lot there. Solid.
1: Minnesota,
0: the Vikings, you know, the team in Minnesota that's actually not bad. The Vikings, even though they weren't that good this year either. Jeff, this one was a mystery to me. Uh what do you, what do you think here, Minnesota Vikings?
2: I believe they might uh, go offensive line and uh I, I believe if Slater dropped, they might be, they might take him or even the the uh, tackle from uh uh Virginia Tech. Uh, I think Darcel, Dar- Dar- as
0: yeah. as it was actually pronounced, not Darso <laughs> as Frank pronounced. Uh,
1: Frank.
0: Yeah, uh, it's Canadian uh,
1: pronunciation.
0: He, he might be like the girls' tackle you got last year. Uh, we're, we're
2: failed to you all where you traded up. the were so, uh, but anyways, I think uh, they'll take Elijah Vera uh from uh, USC. He's a guard. Yeah, I think he can play center too. I believe so
0: yeah i've got that name coming up but uh here i've got the vikings actually going for an edge rusher aziz ojulari from georgia big guy six three two forty uh minnesota again i could see very i could see them going online but you know grab those edge rushers while you can especially like usually there's like an edge rusher that goes top five that's normally the big thing they do but in this draft. You know, it's, it's a lot of quarterback. So it, this could be a steal for Minnesota to get maybe the second best edge rusher in the draft, maybe even the first, if he falls to them. So yeah, I'm going that with Minnesota. Oh, Tim,
1: <laughs> this might take some work. Um, okay.
0: you have okay. to open our minds on this one. huh? Yeah.
1: Frank says, uh, first choice, uh, sign Eric, the red, which I guess sort of makes sense. Vikings. Okay. But if that, he's not available. I think, see, I think Frank got mis- kind of confused because I think he means quitty Pay, but I, but he's got Conway Twitty here. And uh, that he'll change the Vikings song to You've Never Been This Far Before, a.k.a. the No Super Bowl song.
0: <laughs> They've been to a Super Bowl, but they never want, want it, though. One. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were right. That was definitely a reach.
1: It's a bit of a stretch, that one. But.
0: Yeah, that was a reach. Oh, man. All right, we're about halfway through the first round. Uh, well, one more pick and we'll be halfway through. Let's go ahead and do this one. Uh, a team that I could very easily see moving up in this draft, the Patriots. They're at 15. If they remain at 15, Jeff, what do you think? What do you see them doing here?
2: I got them finally. I got them taking Mac Jones. Alabama. Man,
0: you have him falling.
2: I did. Yeah, and here's the thing: they could move up, even you know, maybe up to six or seventh. Well, not to say don't want to trade Miami, but to Detroit to Carolina and get if he fell and yeah get him there. But uh, I think uh, I think if he's there and they're still there uh, at that pick that they'll take him.
0: I don't have him. I don't think they want Fields. I don't. I don't think that fits what Belichick wants to do. Um. If anything, they'll trade up to try to get this guy. If not, they'll wait and he'll fall to them. I could see it. Uh, Trey Lance from North Dakota State. I do think they go quarterback here uh, to try to replace what Brady did, and um, you know we'll see what they can do. It was weird having a playoffs without the Patriots. Right. I mean, you know, here's I mean, I wasn't else. mad about yeah. it, but it was weird. Right. Right. If the quarter none of the
2: quarterbacks fall or they're not able to make a trade.
0: I can see them trading back. So. Oh, Belichick's king of trading back. Right. right. He'll grab somebody in the fourth round that nobody's ever heard of and turn him into a superstar. And it's just what he does. Uh, but, yeah, I could easily see them drafting Lance here. Uh, all right, Tim and Frank are on the clock. All right. Uh, I had to look this one up. Frank says they're going
1: to draft John Edward Thomas Monahan.
0: That, no. that was, now who is now head.
1: who is John Edward Thomas Monahan? You ask yourself.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. I am.
1: Well, that would be the son of Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> the youngest one or the oldest?
1: The oldest one, <laughs> who's the only oldest? four. Who's only fourteen? So Belichick's <laughs> going to have to hold on for a couple of years. But... <laughs>
0: God, <laughs> all right. One more pick, and then we're going to take a quick timeout to pay some bills. Well, let's go to the Cardinals, because when we come back on the other side, the rate is, and hilarity will ensue. But all right, Arizona Cardinals, they've gotten so much better during the offseason. They made a lot of additions, signed some players. Uh, Cardinals, Jeff, who do you think?
2: Uh, I got them. uh, Well, first, I think it's a possibility that they could take a corner here uh, if the best available corner, maybe Horn drops, or they could maybe take the corner from uh, Virginia Tech Farley. But I got him taking the edge rusher uh, Jalen Phillips out of Miami.
0: Yeah, it's a, I mean that's not a bad pick for them. I went O line to give uh, Murray a little more protection. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker is still on, still on my board at a USC. Uh, I mean they've really beefed up what they what they're doing out there. I mean they're they have potential to To really make a run this coming year, I know uh, it's a tough division they're in, but they may end up taking that entire division. So we'll see. All right, Tim, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Frank agreed with you, except he's got Chris Tucker here. Um, <laughs> on something about uh, getting a podiatrist for their quarterback.
0: <laughs> Jeez, foot doctors. Boy does a lot of running. He does. He does. All right. We're going to take a quick timeout, pay a couple bills, and then we come back. Let's let us have some fun because coming up is the Raiders, and then there there's going to be some Bears. Really, a, a lot of fun and a lot of laughs to be had here. <laughs> we'll be back right after The
2: Jets up. have another pick. Oh, the yeah. Jets of course. Pick.
0: The, the yep. Jets. They'll screw it up. All right. We'll be back right after this. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funko's, vintage video game system, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently they run on Facebook and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a three pound of Montana grass-fed brown beef. Make sure you get over to steakclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at steakclassymeats.com. They are high quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality product out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. Thanks again to our great sponsors, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meats, your number one meat market on the internet. Check them both out. Support all of our sponsors, because without them, there would be no us. All right, Jeff, let the hilarity ensue. The Las Vegas Raiders. How can they screw this one up?
2: Uh, I believe that uh, Chucky is going to take, your boy Chucky, <laughs> I think he's going to take Christian, is how you say his name? Darrison? Uh, like,
0: yeah, I believe that's how you say his name.
2: Uh, give uh, Carr some protection. And uh, you have know, several times last year. I mean, it's kind of a similar scenario that his brother David was in at Houston. It seems like he was running for his life. He's already broke his leg during his career. And uh, I think the top offensive lineman would make sense, but you never know, as you said.
0: Well, with the, the Raiders, there's a couple places I think they could go or should go. I mean, Tevin Jenkins is on my board, a big guy out of Oklahoma State, lineman. I could see them going with Christian, uh, dare Lyman from Virginia tech, even uh, Jalen Phillips, who's still on my board or Micah Parsons would be great, but will the Raiders do that folks? No, they will not. The Raiders are going to draft a major reach at 17 and take Kadarius, Tony wide receiver from Florida simply because he's fast. He's six foot tall, 193 pounds, and the Raiders will absolutely reach on a pick they could easily get in the second round, but they'll take him because he's fast. Now, if they were smart, one of those other picks would make more sense, but I actually literally wrote this down because I know how stupid the Raiders are when it comes to drafting. Tim.
1: Yeah, Frank says they're going to take the kicker from Vanderbilt.
0: (laughs) The girl. (laughs) Sarah Fuller. <laughs> Yet here I am. Would not be shocked if they did it. I mean, yeah, I saw it coming.
1: <laughs> then they then they would end up. They wouldn't take her. They'd take the guy instead. because because they screwed up.
0: That'd be. Uh, I absolutely think that's the best one so far. <laughs> I'm gonna say that that's the best pick so far that, that Frank has thrown out there. The Dolphins have another pick. From uh, their trade back here, the Dolphins have the 18th pick. Jeff, what do you see them doing?
2: Uh, well, I feel like their top need was wide receiver. The next need was uh, linebacker. And uh, I believe they'll take Jeremiah Rikishi Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker out of Notre Dame.
0: tight <laughs> <Gesundheit. laughs> He did it for the rock, man. He did it for the rock. <laughs> he did it for the people. <laughs> Uh, you know, I could see them going linebacker here, but I think they want to maybe bring a little more protection in for Tua, um, and I think they take Tevin Jenkins, a lineman from Oklahoma State, big guy, lots of help there. He's six foot six. I mean, he's really probably the biggest guy in the draft or close to it. Um, but he he's six foot six, three hundred twenty pounds, but he's pretty nimble. Played in a pass happy conference in the Big Twelve. Uh, and guarded for, you know, good guard or good running backs. So I think we could easily see the dolphins going here with, with O lineman 10, uh,
1: Frank says they're going to draft Najee Harris and hope he's as good as Franco.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Najee Harris, the running back out of, uh, uh, no. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Najee Harris. Is he, did he declare for the draft? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I missed that one. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't know he did. All right. Uh, Washington, don't call me Redskins at 19. The football team. Jeff, what do you think?
2: Well, I think their top need is quarterback. Uh, will some, one of them drop? Uh, it's hard to say. If one of them drops kind of close to them, I can see them moving up a few spots and taking one. But I think. The top ten it might t- be too far of a reach. So, instead, I think they'll take a linebacker. I believe his name is Javin Davis out of U.K. Is that right?
0: I believe you're correct, yes.
2: Yeah, I think that's who they'll take.
0: Well, see, on my board, I do have them going with a linebacker. I don't think they're going to reach on a quarterback here. I think uh, they've got their young guy that played against Tampa in the playoffs that looked great. I mean, give him a chance. So, I think they're going to actually give him a chance this year. On my board, I still have Micah Parsons, who fell uh, in, you know, in my scenario here. So I have Washington taking him, and that's going to be a steal if they can grab him. 6'3", 244, linebacker out of Penn State. Uh, Tim, what do you think? That would be a steal. That would yeah, it would be a big steal. steal there for them if they grabbed him. Yeah,
1: Frank agrees with uh, Jeff, says uh, the Davis. But he also says they will take this opportunity to announce their new name, which will oh. be... The crimson God. epidermis,
0: <laughs> Redskins. <laughs> crimson epidermis, God.
1: That's what they should Jeez. do. That would be absolutely
0: hilarious. That that actually would make me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. All right, boys, more fun. The Bears. The Bears at number twenty
1: august waits with bated breath yes
0: uh the bears they the big offseason acquisition they shipped out trubisky no more mitch nobody okay. panicked <laughs> Andy Dalton is here for the chicago bears yeah, jeff what do you think quarterback well they solved all their quarterback problems oh yeah yeah sure. they've definitely solved all those problems no worries about quarterbacks anymore
2: uh, i don't think they'll take a tight end for the 11th time and the last fifteen picks.
0: Ever saying ever. But,
2: but um, they're in need of quarterback. Uh, they're in need of tackle, wide receiver. Um, it's possible they take a wide receiver here. We could very uh, easily could
0: just say the Bears are in need.
2: Need of everything. So, uh, but to 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 slow down. Devonte Adams. I think they take the next best corner here, and they take Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech
0: you know they're not a bad defensive team the bears they're really not like i think their defense it w- was really really good last year and that's how they won a lot of their games they just had no answers on offense and to me one of their biggest problems was you know again the quarterback play nick Foles getting hurt trubisky wasn't very good and, you know they go back and forth on quarterbacks They haven't had a good quarterback in since jim mcmahon I think this is where they go for maybe a little bit of a reach here. But I think they're actually happy with Dalton as the starter. And it's not that Dalton is a bad quarterback. I think his better days are just behind him. As much as we make fun, you know, oh, Dalton, you know, the savior. But he had some good years in Cincinnati. Um, I think they draft Kyle Trask out of Florida. Quarterback there, he's real tall, 6'5". Uh maybe a little bit of a reach, I mean most people would say he's a second rounder, but with quarterbacks flying off the board, and I don't think the Bears are going to try and trade up. I think they could take Kyle Trask and set him behind Dalton and let him learn a little bit. You know, hey, don't do what I do, kid. Watch this um so I mean, but I think honestly they need a quarterback worse than anybody, maybe in the league, so I think they go quarterback here, Tim.
1: Yeah, again, Frank agrees with uh, Jeff. Says they'll take cornerback uh, Caleb Farley, but uh, they will rename him Chris.
2: Cheese. <laughs> well, 100%. well,
1: not he? Wasn't he part of the original? uh Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. So screw you.
0: Polish
2: that. Polish
0: Polish That's pretty good. On to a very improved team that I think will make some noise this year, the Indianapolis Colts, as they are drafting at twenty one Jeff, your thoughts on the Colts
2: uh, you said him a few picks ago, I believe they'll take Kadarius Tony wide receiver out of Florida. uh they're needing a wide receiver bad a playmaker, and uh you know they'll uh, with Rivers retired uh, is that cor- that's correct, right?
0: Yes, he did retire. Rivers
2: retired, so I believe they And the, you know they had a pretty good year last year, and they they it seemed like they were missing the big playmaker. So, I believe uh, that Kadarius Tony could provide that for them.
0: Let me see. What's um? Who is the quarterback there now? Wentz. Yes, they traded for Wentz. Okay, that's who it was. I think Wentz has the potential to turn to turn his career around there, but this is his last chance if that makes any sense. If you can't do good with what they've got there, you're not going to do good. I think the Colts who have a quarterback who's going to be a monster this year and Taylor, um, I think they've got an opportunity to really put it together. Wide receiver, I think TY Hilton is underrated. Uh, he was last year, in my opinion. But again, Rivers is not that kind of guy. Where I think Wentz is going to get Hilton involved a little more. I could potentially see them going wide right receiver here. But with the run on receiver that has happened on my board, I have a feeling that the Colts are going to go with an edge rusher, uh, a Jalen Phillips out of Miami. You know, big guy, six five, two sixty six. I could see them going there just to bring some more disruption uh, to that to the run and pass and that division they're in. Because again. You know they they have to they have to try to stop Derrick Henry every year, and a good edge rusher can help you do that if he can keep contained. So we'll see what they decide to do. Tim.
1: Okay, who is who is Tevin Jenkins? Is he a, a, a an offensive lineman?
0: I believe so.
1: Okay, that makes a little bit of sense though. Yes. Frank, Frank says they're going to take Jenkins and then they're going to sign Doctor Oz. To try to help uh, Carson Wentz figure out that it's okay to hold on to the ball. The good
2: thing is, he's with Frank Reich this year. So, I guess where you had it. Uh, Well, yeah,
1: to to throw
0: it out there, 50
1: sacks last year he took. 50.
0: Well, you also have to remember, um, he also is going to have a fan base that's a little bit more forgiving. Right, but
1: I'm just (laughs) saying, though, he, he led the league in sacks turnovers and lost yardage. So that boy's got to mentally, he's got to be a little bit crushed. So the, hopefully the change of scenery does him good. Cause boy, he wasn't getting any help in Philadelphia.
0: No, no, he was not, not at all. All right. The Tennessee Titans are next on the board. Jeff, what do you see, uh, Tennessee doing here?
2: Uh, you know, AJ Brown and, uh, Davis, has, Davis hasn't been as good as what he was picked, but he's shown some flashes. But I think they need a receiver here. If they don't take receiver, maybe a corner. But I have them taking Elijah Moore out of uh, Ole Miss.
0: Well, I went a different direction, not so much corner. You know, A lot of the top corners are gone in this draft. Tennessee could use some help out of a safety. The best safety in the draft is still on the board, and that's Trayvon Moorig out of tcu i could see tennessee going that direction it's like hey we can't get a, a top two or three corner we can't get a top wide receiver but we can't get the best safety in the draft so you're kind of just looking at best available player there and i think they go that route tim
1: uh frank says if uh, if he passes his physical they'll sign jalen phillips then they're going to trade for anybody named Wilson, so they can hold on for one more Wilson,
0: day. Wilson Phillips. Good lord, knew it. As soon as you said Phillips, and then you said they're going to trade for somebody, I was like Wilson Phillips. It's coming.
1: You're starting to think like Frank, is that? I right? am. Yeah. And
0: that scares me a little bit. Well, let's see
1: how you do on the next one.
0: Oh boy, more hilarity. The New York Jets. Oh goodness. They uh, try to take Chad Pennington again, but that won't happen. I'm kidding. Uh, The Jets, 23rd pick. Jeff, go ahead.
2: They don't want to take Noodle Arm. You know, sadly, it was probably one of their better picks that they made.
0: Yeah, and the whole crowd booed because they wanted him to take Ricky Williams.
2: Uh, I have them uh, taking Greg Newsome, cornerback out of Northwestern. this could be Northwestern's second pick of the first round. You know, they came close, or they played Ohio State tough last year yeah. in the uh, Big Ten Championship. But uh, I believe that would be an upgrade. As you say, they kind of like uh, Washington or Chicago. I'm sorry, that they need a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, I could see that. I also think that if you're going to take a quarterback as early as they are, you need to beef up your line. They didn't learn that lesson with Sam Darnold, but I think they will here. They're going to take Christian Darso or Darso or whatever out of Virginia Tech, 6'5", 314, offensive lineman. I can see the Jets beefing up that line. All right. All right, if Our fell, If he falls, that would be a steal. I really oh, yeah, absolutely. Would it would be a huge steal uh, if he falls that far. Now, maybe yeah, he will, maybe be- he won't, but...
2: That'd be something they couldn't screw Well, even they couldn't screw
0: up, probably. So. Uh, you, th- you think that, but... <laughs> All right, Tim, go ahead. All right, Nate.
1: Follow me on this one. You're the only one who well, can. We're going to break out the Parkers
0: and the... And no, the-
1: so if the Jets draft Carlos Basham Jr., who, would they, who else would they sign?
0: Doug and Danny Basham?
1: Uh, you take taking a step further. The Basham brothers? Shaniqua. Oh, no. (laughs) First female coach, the Jets hire Linda Miles.
0: (laughs) God. Shaniqua.
1: Shaniqua.
0: Boy, we tried to forget that one. No kidding. God. All right, pick 24. On the clock, the Pittsburgh Steelers. A team that started out looking like world beaters and then uh, just kind of fell apart at the end of the year out of nowhere. Um, Jeff, what do you see the Steelers doing here?
2: Well, I think they're in serious need of a running back.
0: And, I, uh, I agree 100%. And, uh,
2: you know, Bama has a running back that is their pro-typical type of uh, running back that they like,
0: Najee Harris.
2: And uh, I believe that. They'll pick him. Uh, if not, I could see them taking the Clemson running back, but I think they'll go with Harris if uh, if he's there.
0: I could see Harris going there as well, but I have them taking ETN uh, running back from Clemson. But, yeah, Connor is gone. He's now in uh, Arizona. I think Pittsburgh could – this may be considered a reach, taking a running back in the draft in the first round, but I don't see why it is considered a reach. If you need that position and the top two are there – I mean, take your pick. I mean, that's right. what the draft is for. Everybody's like, oh, you can get a running back later in the, in the draft. It's like, but why? This is what we need. And, yeah, I mean, they have some other positions that need attention, but right now, you I don't even know who they're handing the ball off to at this point. Me? I mean, I don't know. Like, I think they go running back here. It could be Harris. could be ETN. I have ETN down on my, my board here. Tim, go ahead. Well, if
2: they drop if – I'm sorry. If they drop – if they don't take him, I mean – yeah, somebody in that uh, first, second round, first few picks is gonna take him. Well, I mean,
0: or in late first round. I mean there's some there's some teams here that could definitely use some help at running back. Right. right. All right, go ahead, Tim. Sorry. Yeah, uh I don't know who this Tim? Have we lost Tim? He was in the middle of a sentence and Tim, you're on mute. You muted yeah. yourself. Sorry. There you
1: are. Sorry, uh the, the the Steelers will take Jason away. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Oh, oh uh, and then Frank. You. And then Frank looks forward to the Steeler faithful singing Tarzan Boy. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I hate Come. you more and more as this goes on. <laughs> Come
1: on, that's clever. As hell. That that you was
0: that was that one was good. All right. Speaking of good and Tarzan Boy, the Jaguars are back. And that well, means what he caught. Jesus, that works good. It did actually. That was the best transition I've had all year. All right, uh, the Jaguars are back. Jeff, go ahead.
2: I could see him uh, giving Lawrence a, uh, given drafting him a wide receiver. Uh, somebody getting on the same page as him from the get go. However, on my board. I think you've already had him taken but trevon MoRig from uh tcu the safety yeah. in need of uh, safety so if he falls there i believe they'll take him
0: yeah i had uh i had him going i don't even remember where i had him going here and i'm looking here trevon MoRig. uh i am going 22 to the bike Vic- or to the titans um i got them taking if you if you Get a franchise quarterback like they think they're getting. I think it only fits to go ahead and just get him a, a lineman that's worthy of a first a first round pick if you got two. uh Landon Dickerson out of Alabama, so a guy that a guy that can block and a guy that, that has blocked the best. So I think Dickerson is a good pick here for the jaguars uh in this spot. Tim, go ahead. Uh, Frank says the uh, Jags are going to pick
1: uh, wide receiver Rondale Moore, but of course, as always with Frank, there's caveats. Isn't there always? Um, then they're going to sign Shane Helms <laughs> and try to reform three count.
0: Three count. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now they just need somebody named Courageous. Yep. So there Get you go. Up on your feet. <laughs> Put your hands together. <laughs> So bad. Oh, uh, but it was wonderful at the same time. I liked the three count. I don't care what anybody said.
1: I didn't mind Shannon Moore either. He was
0: all right. Evan Courageous wasn't terrible. He was just no. goofy looking. But yeah, Shane, Hel- Shane Helms was really good. That Actually, that ladder match from Starrcade 2000, I recommend it. Should have worked Rosie in there somehow. <laughs> the superhero in training.
1: <laughs> Wrestling-centric
0: right. episode. It was, it, it it really is. All right, pick 26, the surprising Cleveland Browns, who were back in the playoffs. Uh, Jeff, go ahead.
2: I think you named this guy a century ago, but uh, <laughs> I think if he falls, Qu- Quitty Payne.
0: Yeah, I like that name. Quitty Payne, that's a good one. Yeah, I had him going to Dallas. That I would got
2: definitely be
0: a steal if he's dropped, you know. Yeah, if he falls that far, I'll be surprised. But, I mean, hey, crazy things have happened. There's always a couple of guys that fall, and they just, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I can see Cleveland going defensive lineman here, Christian Barmore uh, from Alabama. Just a big guy to clog up the middle and and really force quarterbacks, you know, out of the pocket if he can. Uh, I think that would help them and their defense big time there just, just force a little disruption. Tim, go ahead.
1: Frank's got the uh, Browns taking J.C. Horn, and then they tell him to blow it as loud as he can to distract from all that Baker Mayfield alien talk.
0: <laughs> well, that's a fall and a half if J.C. Horn falls that far.
1: Well, it's Frank's board. But in. it could
0: but it could happen. I mean, it, it's very likely. I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me. All right, so the Baltimore Ravens are next. Now, there was a trade made the other day. So the Ravens... Uh, traded with Kansas city, Kansas city traded its first round pick along with three other picks in the 2021, 2022 drafts to Baltimore and got pro bowl offensive tackle, Orlando Brown, and one pick in the 2021 draft and another in 2022. So what basically Kansas city did is they traded to get Orlando Brown after what happened with Tampa in the super bowl. Uh, where their offensive line just couldn't handle Jason Pierre-Paul and company. so Probably not a bad idea. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't hate that idea for Kansas City. I mean, you, you trade and you get an all-pro. I mean, why not, right? Um, so, now now that we know that, so Baltimore owns the 27th and 31st picks in the draft. So, Jeff, at 27, what do you think?
2: Uh, I think they're in need of wide receiver, more new things. So, first, I believe they'll take... Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota.
0: I could see them going wide out here. I didn't have them going wide out, but I could very much see it. They do need some help for Lamar Jackson in the wide receiver department. Uh, but for some reason, I think their their defense isn't what they want it to be yet. And on my end, I've still got Jason Owe, the edge rusher out of Penn State. And uh, I could I could definitely see them going there if he's still on the board. Grabbing a, a good defensive end, Tim. Uh,
1: Frank uh, says he, uh Lamar Jackson's a big fan of Aziz Ansari. Did you know that?
0: Oh God, I know where this picks headed. And then
1: so they drafted Aziz Ojulari yes. by mistake. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: yes, by mistake. By mistake. <laughs> Jeez, the New Orleans Saints are now Drew Breesless. Hallelujah, and we praise him. But they have the 28th pick in the draft.
1: The almighty Brady.
0: Jeff, go ahead.
2: I believe they uh, take a homer pick here. They're needing a wide receiver, and I believe they'll take Terrace Marshall out of LSU.
0: I have them going linebacker here, Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. If he's still available, I think that would be a great fit for New Orleans, and they'd really get a steal this late in the first round if he falls to them. They definitely would. Tim, go ahead.
1: Uh, Frank says they're going to take Greg Newsom the second and hope like hell he's as good as Ozzy and no, not the crazy train guy.
0: <laughs> Ozzy Newsom? Jeez. You know, Frank got a little slap happy as this went on, didn't
1: he? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 Frank was getting uh, coming up, getting hard to come up with ideas. But this I, point. I, I
0: could see as things got late in the draft, Frank was at the midnight hour working hard here.
1: Oh wait, there's four to go.
0: <laughs> the Green Bay Packers at 29, disappointing end of their season, and the Packers have the 29th pick. Jeff, go ahead.
2: Uh, they could, if I could see them taking a wide receiver here. Uh, Or linebacker. But I think they'll take linebacker. uh, David Collins out of Tulsa.
0: I think they go wide receiver because they are sick. And I mean sick after what happened last year. And the fact they didn't take a wide receiver and they took Jordan Love. And Aaron Rodgers was furious about it. I don't think they make that mistake again. I think they go Terrence Marshall out of LSU wide receiver and they give Rogers a first round receiver for like maybe the first time ever and try to pair somebody up with Devontae Adams because I'll tell you this Valdez Scantling ain't doing it that's for sure right, back to back to Sesame Street now Frank
1: Frank agrees with you they're going to take a wide receiver but in another subtle jab at uh, Aaron Rodgers, they're going to take Kadarius Toney now, you know why? why? he's also because he's also a quarterback.
0: <laughs> oh, Frank, what shall we do with him? Well, after
1: last year, you'd think that they i mean if they don't pick a receiver, I mean, they just got to take the best receiver that's left at that point in my I, I
0: agree. I, I, I don't Whoever say that like, is. That's what they need. They need like they didn't have any receiver help. That's why they didn't go to the Super Bowl. I mean, Jeff, would you agree with me there? Hello, Jeff. Hey, sorry. <laughs> 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 I said the Green Bay Packers solid
1: comeback by Jeff. I
0: have no, have no receiver help, and that's why they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Would you agree with me there?
2: Oh, uh, they. They didn't make the Super Bowl because they ran into the GOAT.
0: Well, that too, but I didn't want to just come out and say it. Yeah, that's, the, that's the main reason. Well,
1: yeah, but... A receiver at least gives them a fighting chance.
2: Uh, And they didn't go for it on fourth down?
0: Yeah, they kicked a field goal. That was so stupid. <laughs>
1: But yeah. But the,
0: the guy, the guy on Jeopardy the guy on Jeopardy that wrote that, that was the best. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> I saw that and I about he, fell out of my chair. He should've he should have
2: won because of that.
0: <laughs> Rogers gave him a look like you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, son of a bitch. Yeah, he was, he, yeah, Rogers went Rogers went, you know? I don't know. But they shouldn't have. <laughs> I just there was a lot of questionable calls in terms of coaching in that ball game. I, I just, I don't know that game. I I was very nervous about that game watching it. And, you know, I didn't feel good until that, that throw there at the end of the first half. Then I felt really good about it. So,
2: yeah, that was a big bonus.
0: Yeah. That, that was, that should have never happened is what that was. Um, but nevertheless, it happened. And, uh, (laughs) We'll get to them in a minute. All right, the Buffalo Bills. What do you guys think here? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did we? Yeah, we did. We went to to Frank for the Packers. All right, yep. Jeff. Yeah, Buffalo working. Bills.
2: Uh, they're in need of a running back, and although they struck out before taking a Clemson running back, I believe Travis Hintian, uh, falls to Buffalo, and they'll take him.
0: Buddy, you ain't wrong about fall. Striking out on a Clemson running back, C.J. Spiller was the biggest waste of time in the NFL that I may have ever seen. Oh man, he killed me one year in fantasy football. I drafted him like fifth. I up- believe
2: he's coaching at Clemson now. I
0: believe. I tell you what, they need to have him go back to school because he don't know shit. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like C.J. Spiller. He angers me. Really? Yes. I wouldn't have guessed uh, it. I, I could. I could definitely see them going running back here. Uh, I'm actually kind of mad. I didn't. I didn't have them go running back here. Uh, I had them going Asante Samuel Jr. Corner out of Florida State. I mean, that's another position where they struggled mightily against the Chiefs, and I think they want to beef that up. And why not a namesake? Right? It's in his blood, Asante Samuel Jr. Frank.
2: Man, how old are we? If that's. I mean, he wasn't Asante Samuel. Just. Playing like five or six
0: years ago. It doesn't seem like long ago. It doesn't seem like long ago at all. All right, back to Frank. Some
1: reason Frank's got them taking a linebacker.
0: Well, I mean, could happen.
1: Zaveen Collins, where he will become the most successful Collins
0: with (laughs) Suck It it, (laughs) Zap. God. Oh, Zach Collins. They reached so far on that. <laughs> I still maintain that. I was right. I was right on that. I still say I'm right. I don't care what anybody says. All right. Thirty one Baltimore Ravens. Jeff here was the was the Chiefs, now it's the Ravens. What do you think?
2: Well, you traded your all pro tackle, so you need to get a tackle, right?
0: Yeah. I and get-
2: uh I believe that Tevin Jenkins falls from Oklahoma State to
0: them. That can very well happen, and if it does, that's a steal for the Baltimore Ravens uh, if they can grab him there. I have them going with Zavin Collins, uh, linebacker out of Tulsa. So I look at them just trying to beef up that defense on, uh, on during this draft. I do think they will take an offensive lineman, though, uh, when they do pick again, but that's not a, not a bad pick at all. Frank, your uh, rate
1: pick. Francis again, Baltimore screws up. They try to draft uh, Terrence Marshall, Jr., but fill out the draft card Thurgood Marshall, Jr. Good Lord. <laughs> but, you know, a SCOTUS isn't a bad pick. <laughs> God.
0: Thurgood Marshall. No athletic ability in that family at all. Zero. But what a brain for the game. Yes, yes. he is. And he'll give a halftime speech that'll get you fired up, I tell you. Well,
1: I'll tell you, if they challenge any calls, they're winning.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll talk them out of it, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, man, that's just so funny. Okay. And the final pick of the first round belongs to your world champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: God, that's so
0: much better than Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the 32nd pick, the Super Bowl champions, the Prasada Grata, the okay. Goats.
1: All right. All right. Uh,
0: I ain't going to tell oh, that motherfucker. No, I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, the Bucs have the 32nd pick. It's weird watching a draft and being like, I don't really have to worry about the first few picks because I actually have a good team for once in my life. It's weird. But Jeff, who do you see the bucks taking as the Mr. Irrelevant of the first round?
2: Well, what do you take when you got 22 starters coming back?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a a hell of a question.
2: uh, You you take the player with the most potential and the most upside and that is is Jalen Mayfield a tackle out of Michigan?
0: I can definitely see them going O-line. I can, I can see that. Uh, I can see them just, you know, hey, what do you do? You got Brady a couple more years? You might as well take some linemen and beef it up. and Just in case somebody gets hurt or something, you never know. You want to have a good core lineman. I have Tampa going with 6'6", 312-pound Alex Leatherwood tackle from alabama if you're going to draft a tackle where else you going to dra- or, or if you're going to draft a lineman where else you going to draft him from i say you draft from bama so that's where i have the buccaneers going and all right frank let's hear to tell this what is it i'm sorry jeff go ahead
2: Le- leatherwood's his last name yeah. yes that's a pretty kick-ass name
0: it really is <laughs> yeah
1: it really so, is. uh Frank uh, happens to agree with you, Nathan. But they will take Alex Leatherwood unless Tom tells them to take that unknown Brazilian lineman, G. (laughs) Uh, uh, Bungeon. Let's be honest, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will take whoever Tom Brady fucking tells them to take.
0: And you know what? If we don't, we should be chastised for it.
1: (laughs) I'm sure he will be consulted on the pick.
0: You You think? (laughs) <laughs> just say he totally he? hey and you know what we did
1: <laughs> hey you, you don't you know, just like we tell, talk about Brady all the time we will not doubt anything Brady says or does until he fails and he hasn't really done that yet so until that happens uh, I'll just run with Brady
0: <laughs> guys I'll go ahead and say it this having Tom Brady as your quarterback on your team, and having him deliver a world championship is like the greatest feeling in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't even... Like, I cannot believe this Nathan, guy.
1: You've got a son, for God's sakes. Like, rethink this.
0: <laughs> He's excited about it, too. He doesn't know Nathan. or care.
2: Nathan, it's like great Flair winning the Royal Rumble, is what it's like. Yeah, it's
0: like that. Jesus. Just oh. like that. So last year, we take Tristan Wirfs Wirfs in the first round at 13. Home run, if I do say so myself. Uh, Let's see. Did Brady have any instruction on anybody else? Antoine Winfield Jr.? Oh, yeah, he turned out to be pretty good (laughs) in the second round. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm just looking at our picks from last year. Kayshawn Vaughn, running back out of Vanderbilt. He played a little bit for us. I mean, we, we, we used him some. Not a lot, but, I mean, why not, right? I'm looking here. I'm just kind of scrolling through here looking just to see who Tampa took and maybe, you know, the the scouts hit it on the first two for sure. Like, you, you can't really deny that at all. Um, I also think it was funny that the Cardinals just gave away their fifth-round pick. Like, yeah, hey, we're good. Tyler Johnson, wide receiver in the fifth round from uh, Minnesota. We drafted him. And he actually, yeah, definitely played really good for us this year in spots. Had a couple really big catches. Uh, Khalil Davis, tackle out of Nebraska. Boy, we like the Big Ten, don't we? <laughs> notice, a, notice a pattern here with Tom Brady's picks. They're all out of the Big Ten. I don't know. They, do you feel like Tom Brady w- was definitely telling telling him, hey, here's your- this way.
1: He is brought to that team, the Patriots – philosophy of sort of like we'll take we'll fill a need and if we don't have a need or don't think we have one we're they're not afraid to take a project they're not afraid to take a guy on potential like whatever their draft like whatever their criteria is it's very different or at least last year compared to other years and it's very different from other teams
0: yeah yeah i don't know i mean i don't know know if that's the the bill i don't
1: know if that's the bill check factor coming into play or where he learned that, where they get that from, but they're and they're also not afraid to draft. Yeah. Sorry,
0: you broke up when Yeah, you I broke up again. Yeah. What
2: did you say there? Oh, sir, I said I definitely think he was on
0: the first pick. Definitely. Oh yeah, I, and I was screaming at the first pick, saying, "Please, God, take a lineman." <laughs> and luckily, I mean, they, they should,
1: did. They should reward him if they got a chance to get an, an old lineman. That's a good one, or will turn into a good one that's who they should take because if they can protect him even more, that's just better for everybody, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it just makes sense. I mean, again, I, I've said this before. There's absolutely no reason why you should get mad at your team if they draft a line, an, an offensive lineman. I've never seen the point in getting angry at any team that I like for drafting a lineman and trying to protect my quarterback.
1: Now, what do, you, what do you, you put any faith in uh, the rumors that uh, Armando Martinez will be uh, selected as place kicker?
0: <laughs> Only if he <laughs> pretends it's uh, messy as the football when he kicks <laughs> I it. I can
1: just hear him. They'll have to turn his mic off. All right, you bloody punt, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> <for
0: that. laughs> you're, you're probably not wrong in that aspect either. And I
1: can see Bogus punting. I don't know why.
0: He's too nice to be a punter. That's right. They
1: never have to tackle anybody. That's why. Yeah,
0: but he would be more like a ticket greeter. He'd be like, hey, welcome to the stadium. Come on in.
1: Or see the guy they put out there for fair catches.
0: Bogus <laughs> <laughs> is the halftime entertainment. He just sits down and eats at halftime, and people just watch. And I,
1: and I hope, I pray that they uh, select Bruce Pobans for onside kicks. <laughs> Speaking of which, they changed the change rule on that this year, I read. and I, I, oh, yeah. well, I, what I don't do? know. I didn't – they can only – you can't line up as many people on the ball anymore uh, on the defensive side or on the offensive side in the hopes that the kicking team can get the ball back a little easier.
0: Well, now they they've made the rule to where it has to be spread even. Jeff, am I right on that? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can't that. have – You have to have, like, five on one side, five on the other, and then the kicker. Like, you can't put, like, one guy on one side and then ten on the other, or nine on the other. Uh,
1: I can't remember the story. It was something about how many guys you could have on the line because the amount of free kicks that get recovered is almost zero at this point. Yeah. So it almost defeats the purpose of the play. So I
0: don't know. I'm like, I kind of miss the old onside kicks where you could just line up, you know, ten guys against ten guys. I mean. Isn't that the point of the onside kick? That was the whole point. Well, you should have to fight
1: for it, shouldn't you?
0: Yeah, you shouldn't just be able to like, oh, well, I got it. And you then you got to execute. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where you have to execute and you have to kick it right, and it's got to go 10 yards. And really, everything's against you as it well, is. I want
1: to see somebody do it at the start of a half.
0: I've seen it done.
1: You don't say, yeah, I don't remember ever. I won't say it's never happened in a pro. New game, Orleans but Saints
0: Super Bowl against the Colts. They should started do it. The, should the do it more half. often.
1: No one's expecting it. It's almost got to work.
0: You remember that? You, Jeff remembers that. Oh, New yeah. Orleans oh, Saints oh, yeah. did. Yeah. It. it was one of the biggest play biggest, calls ever. Jeff remembers the it. Scram- it's
2: big scramble in the last five minutes. They couldn't tell who had the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, that in my opinion that cost the Colts the game because yeah. New Orleans had all the momentum from there on out. But, I mean, yeah. who's expecting it, right?
1: Especially if you don't have to have a – if there's no indication on who's on the line and all that sort of stuff. You can line up like it's going to be a real kick and then just squib it. Take I mean, it. I, remember, I, right?
2: I don't – believe they uh, got outscored 21-3 to three maybe after that.
0: Yeah, it was, it was unreal. <laughs> it's a shame. And it sucks too because I hate the Saints, but what can you do? Well, other than that, that's going to wrap us up this week. I mean, we went through the whole draft and I talked a little bit earlier and covered a lot of ground. So, yeah. you
1: know, what we forgot to talk about, just that we can talk just briefly because it was Go hilarious. Good. Was that seven inning, seventh pitch inning of shutout baseball by the third baseman?
0: Oh yeah, with that was the, actually uh, incredibly entertaining.
1: Where he ran the the radar gun from what was it forty six to seventy one with the fastball. Couldn't hit him though.
0: <laughs> Couldn't at all. Did you see that, Jeff? No, I missed that
1: one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to put it Yeah, a you got to figure out a way to. Yeah, you got to get that to Jeff because that was an absolute bizarre. You know what the efus pitch is, right, Jeff? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, Well, he threw, he didn't quite throw that, but he threw a couple of breaking balls that were literally in the low 40s for speed. Oh, I'm
2: sure that that drove them crazy cuz it says Oh, low, I'm sure. You could
1: you could see them like loading up twice to try to hit it and they still couldn't hit it. <laughs> it was a magnificent a piece of pitching. <laughs> From a third baseman. Who
0: did he play for, do you remember? Twins. Yeah, the Twins. twins.
1: Uh and apparently he's done some other uh, I saw a highlight where he was catching and threw a guy out from behind from home plate, but he never really moved. He just total arm strength. It. He's done a few. I guess he's kind of a, the human highlight, really. He, he often pops up in crazy things for whatever reasons. I don't know if he's just that good a player. I never heard of him. I can't remember his uh, name.
0: Let me see here. It was Williams. Williams. Yeah, that's it. Stadillo. fired a forty-six mile an hour fastball. <laughs> and it was hilarious
1: it. He, he threw two, cha- or two two breaking balls that were in the 40s and then he reared back and threw a fastball that hit 71 and the guy never moved because it probably looked like it was coming 110 it was so funny it's a great video clip that's for sure
0: yeah I definitely will have to, to do that for sure but anything else guys before we get out of here viva la France screw
1: France Damn straight, losers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, about this. well, everybody enjoy the NBA or the NFL draft. Oh, uh, sorry,
1: sorry to the boys from Logan. Sorry about that, gentlemen. Tough loss tonight.
0: Yeah, that was that uh, was a tough one. But uh, you know, hey, time marches on, and uh, they'll be back next year. They only lost one player this year. And on uh, uh, Wednesday,
1: Wednesday uh, TBT
0: uh summertime i believe i have, Merchand- to, I'll have to i have to get back to you on that 100 percent
1: merchandise available apparently
0: yes yes the herd that boys are selling merchandise i think we better we better jump on that yeah i probably will uh, well either I'll...
1: that or give them some money we might as well get something for our money right
0: yeah i'll uh i'll talk to stevie and see what we can I mean, browning is probably
1: gonna want 100 bucks to come on the show
0: <laughs> uh yeah we'll, we'll see what we can come can't up with even, can't even
1: can't really buy him beer either can we
0: yeah, he oh, you mean Scotty? Yeah, Scotty can't no. get him.
1: Yeah, we don't Jesus. want the older, we don't want that washed up older brother. We want that, <laughs> we want that three hit three point hitting genius. That's the other guy. I don't
0: even know if Scotty can uh can drive yet. He's just a sophomore. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, uh, Logan only lost one senior this year, so they're bringing back pretty much everybody next year. It's next year, watch out, Shinston. Uh, I'll tell you, good luck to the man Hillbillies as we record this. They'll be playing tomorrow. Looking to go to state tournament, and the Chapmanville Tigers will be looking to go to state tournament on Thursday.
1: Got a soft spot for Chapmanville. Hell with man. Screw them.
0: No, like man?
1: Well, you guys never talk very very nicely about man. I have to admit. Oh, I love
0: man, dude. The man basketball team is great. They're great people.
1: Oh, all, right, all right. I didn't know this. Yes. Well, I can shift my allegiances if necessary.
0: <laughs> Tim changes sides right in the middle of it. Well, not like I know they're anybody. Man. Oh, they're nice people? Oh, okay. Love, they're man. Nice they're great.
1: People. I got just stuck on Chapmanville because they were so good when we first started doing this stuff. So uh, Yeah,
0: they were. Back-to-back yeah. state champions.
1: Yeah. So, well, so, all Jim, right. What happened yeah. in the world of NASCAR before we go?
0: Oh, yeah, we didn't bring up NASCAR. Uh,
2: Talladega. Uh, you got the ninth uh, different winner this year out of ten races. Brad Kazalowski tied Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, in wins at uh, Talladega with six. I think he second all-time behind Senior, who has ten. And uh, Joey Logano got airborne.
1: Oh, was he the guy quit. that flipped over? Okay, I saw that. Yeah,
0: he, but but he, he was all right. <laughs> As many people went off, darn. Logano, <laughs> not very popular in the world of now. Now,
1: did you happen to see, Nathan, the uh, academic study about the IQ of sports
0: fans? I did not.
1: found this very interesting. Uh, uh, well, in Some university, well-known one, uh, one of the Ivy League schools, uh, did a study of uh, sports fan IQ. You know who finished at the top? I'm starting to question this.
0: Basketball survey. fans.
1: No. You know who finished at the top? Wrestling fans.
0: That makes sense.
1: (laughs) Wrestling fans, number one. Hockey fans, number two. Followed by basketball.
0: They must not have interviewed people that like Meltzer.
1: Followed by basketball, baseball, football. And you know what was last? Hockey. NASCAR. Uh, No, hockey was second. Oh, okay. NASCAR was actually below the, I guess the average IQ of of an American is 98, they claim, in this study. And the uh, average IQ of a NASCAR fan is only 95. Whereas the, uh, WWE fan 120,
0: which is All interesting because right. I'm you know, a little over that, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as wrestling fans, you know,
1: no, you could count to 120, let alone,
0: uh, you know, count to 20, you know, however many times it works, you know, take my <laughs> shoes off. My socks Tell you off. What?
1: I can count to 120 because if you've got to do the math in a drive through in a hurry,
0: yeah, you're not wrong, right, right? You know,
1: or you got You know, if you got the little guy with you, got to make sure you got to start. How many? He's gonna eat seven fries. That's gonna leave me with sixteen. Got to do a fraction there. bunch of stuff like that. Make sure you're gonna get an X. Whether you have to order another extra fry, you know, can't order that. As Nathan looks at his iPad and I believe breaks wind.
0: There's a great possibility of that, but. <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap it up for this week. God. We'll be back next week. We're talking top five best players to never win a championship. And we'll do your, let's do our research on this one. We'll figure it out. And uh, we're going to be getting close to the NBA playoffs. I believe there's only a handful of games left, so we'll preview the NBA playoffs, talk about the play-in games. Jeff, if you want, I guess I'll let you talk a little more about baseball.
2: <laughs> well, if inter- anything interesting. I maybe
0: having, maybe we can have a draft recap or something. Yeah, we definitely uh, need to recap the draft. We'll, we'll have to talk about that and yeah, you know, we we'll can't
1: see. be uh, we can't be too much can't be too much further away from playoffs. Got to be getting no Playoffs, up up I
0: believe, start uh, middle of May for the NBA.
1: Okay, so. but we're already at the the Aprils, just about by well, next week. I mean, yeah, next up, week but, will be May.
0: So yeah, we're pl- so we're to not too about.
1: far. We're not too far off.
0: Plenty to, to talk about. about. Yeah, Kentucky Derby's this weekend yeah, as well. Uh, and the
1: Bruce Poe Band's Post of the Month. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, uh, happily to say that uh, his uh, reuniting on the Baywatch film with The Rock and Pamela Anderson and having pictures taken of all four of them together, but sadly he has no
0: picture of said event. Yeah, apparently he dropped his camera in the uh, toilet at the airport. All right, that'll do it for us this week. And remember, folks, you know what they say. Oh, no, no. One more thing. I can't forget this. This is yes. important. Okay. Uh,
1: now Danielle Hoff. the lovely and talented Danielle Hoff. Yes. I've been seeing a lot That's of Doctor Danielle Huff. Doctor Huff, you. correct. I've been seeing a lot of reports on Facebook saying that she's in fact glowing. Now this got me concerned.
0: Well, Nick turned, Nick replaced that light bulb. So uh,
1: apparently, well, I thought maybe that I asked her, like you know, she'd been exposed to radiation. <laughs> And you know know what you replied? No, I got my COVID vaccine. (laughs) So, thumbs up to Danielle for having a sense of humor.
0: All right, that'll do it. And remember, folks, you know what they say to be the men, you got to beat the men. And we are the men. Woo! Stole that one from Pizza Pia. Thanks for listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network, located at anchor.fm slash WMCJ. Check us out there and download our podcast directly from Anchor or subscribe on one of the many platforms where we're located, including iTunes, Spotify, and more. Thanks to our great sponsors for making this program possible, New Taylor and Associates at newlawoffice.com. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, Strip Cam Fun at StripCamFun.com, as well as Stay Classy Meats located at stayclassymeats.com. Use our promo code WIDEMEN and save 10% on your order. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Sports Talk with Nate and Tim, and we hope you come back and join us again for our next episode at the same spot you found it last time. Thanks again to the wonderful Horseburner for providing our intro song, as well as all the other content they bring out. Check them out on YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening to Wide Men Can't Jump. We hope to see you back next time. For Tim, this is Nate saying so long for now, and we'll see you again on the next edition of Wide Men Can't Jump.